system and i'm smoky this is dabber jones and we got obi here and then we got obi the cat yeah we'll see how long his interview lasts but we're just kind of chilling today gonna talk about the fruit show pretty in depth we got some uh we got a special guest today a guest we have a special guest um we have hmm i don't know Let's start out with uh, how what have you been up to? We only see each other on Wednesdays these days, so uh, so um, I got a new part time job, fifth part time job. Yep, um, he has thirty part time jobs, all once a month. Uh, my new part time job is a stump grinding business. That's your new job? Yeah. How can bro? So. <laughs> This man messages me the other day. He says, I got a new part-time job. It could lead to big things. It could. That's what you're talking about? Yeah. How does that lead to big things? Other than grinding bigger stumps. Uh, because the <laughs> it appears that the dude's getting old. Oh, not, so you're going to take over the whole business? Possibly. Are you his you only know? employee? His only employee. He's, uh, That's he's, actually, he's, gone uh, for, he's gone his whole entire career. With no employees, and now, so you're his like hiring, heir. He's hiring an employee, so yeah. So I'm gonna the heir to a massive stump grinding corporation, one man job. Maybe so that's what you're gonna do the rest of your life is grind stumps. I don't see an issue with that. Well, I guess. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, it, this is just a part time job. Should we go on live on here? Now, so yeah. people can see the buddy system sure. before the, the fruits. Should I go on Dabber Jones or probably Dabber Jones because there's more people? Let's or the it. buddy system show because it actually is the buddy system show. Yeah, but we'll tell people to follow us there. Where should we put it? Oh, well, this we need to use this. So. Where did I, what happened to our interviewer? <coughs> our interviewee? He's going to come up in a minute. No, the... Obi. Oh. <laughs> he laid down. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, I'm over it. That's not bad, yeah? All right, so. <coughs> so Ben's been grinding stumps. No, I haven't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you always have to take whatever you say with a grain of salt. You're like, this could lead to huge things. I could take over this man's whole business. Dude, you haven't even worked with him once yet? No, that's how I got You're already plotting to, like, take over his business when he dies? Damn, I don't mean mean when he dies. Damn, you're like, you got real real morbid on that. I didn't know. My man ain't that old. Dude, oh, I didn't know. That's how you made it sound. He's, like, 150 years old and decided he needs to pass the reins of his business over. you, You said when he moves on. I didn't mean like that. Like, 
Okay, cool. Anything so yeah. else? Um, so if you haven't started, you haven't been working for the past week. So what have you been doing for the past week? Just been working around the house and stuff. I see that you mark yourself as offline on Xbox now. No, I just haven't been online. Oh. Just, uh, I've seen you've been playing a lot of video games. I played some video <laughs> games. I mean, which I is not a video, bad thing. I play video games at appropriate times. Dude, and after it, this show, it, I'm going to be back playing, back smashing. Uh, Drop my car off at your mom's. You this did? This weekend, yeah. You're going to do it? Yeah. Well, it's already there. Awesome. No, she didn't fucking say anything to me about yeah. it. I'm glad I mean, they're going to do it, yeah. though. I hit her up. She's awesome. She's uh been in contact. Everything. Yeah, they do good business. They probably already started the fucking thing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it'll be done quick. They do fast work. But um, Preston Sweet. Uh, dropped it off for me. Nice. Uh, he went down. Did you go with him or no? No, uh, uh-uh. he. Well, see, originally on Saturday he was gonna go and do Maybe it, ever. and then go and see his uh, grandpa that lives in Nebraska. Oh, okay. That and then he got to Denver and the truck broke down. Um, Preston's truck broke yeah. down. Yeah. So when he got it back up the hill, um, guess he tore it down, pulled the gas tank out, and it had rags in the gas tank from somebody who th- was doing work on it had uh, put ga- put rags in the gas tank to avoid, like, paint and, like, dust and stuff from going in the gas and then didn't do it. Ooh. Rosin. Uh-uh. Yeah. Some funky rosin. Watermelon sh- sorbet. Damn. Sorbet. 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 Yeah, so, um, so yeah, anyway, he went the next day, uh, and took my car, dropped it off, no problems. Cool. Yeah, they're pretty cool up there. She'll take care of it. It's funny. She said to me, she's like, it's weird that he's having issues with Geico, because we take everything. That's good. I wonder, did she tell you how long it's going to take yet, or no? No, she didn't give me an ETA on it. Um, she said that she was going to tear it down and then call Geico to come and reevaluate. So I don't. It might be some hidden, some hidden problem. Yeah, she makes sure because anything that they fix that it's not that Geico didn't see it th- is going to come out of their pocket. So mm-hmm. they want to make sure that the estimate's correct. And in Denver, there's a lot more people, so the estimates are coming and going. Like they're just trying to get them done. Yeah, so um, what's your live popping like over there? There's three people watching us. One right. of them's my dad, it looks like. Right. Does anybody on uh, Instagram Live have any questions? No? Okay. Well, uh, cool. Sounds like you had a pretty good week. I mean, it was – so I had my birthday week. Uh, oh, yeah, tell us about the birthday party. Yeah, so I birthday get, party. Make it. It's very low-key. Um, had cake and ice cream, followed by, um, opening presents, but, um, you still open presents on your birthday? No. So I combine my birthday <laughs> with my friend's three-year-old, uh, 
weird. You're always that, trying to have parties with little kids, bro. As weird as that may sound, but <laughs> all of my dude, that thing was a <laughs> that thing whomped. That was look a at rare Hunter man. sitting over there in this cloud. <laughs> dude, so uh, you know all of my friends have kids, so they <laughs> um, the same people come to the parties. You know, that so shut down. Damn, you shut down. You got banned. You and your girlfriend, <laughs> right? So uh, yeah, so uh, then I played night golf. Oh, I know. I wish I could on Saturday gone. night. I should have went to the park. and uh, trip mushrooms and shot lights out. Well, for what I felt like Crushed it was lights it. out. I mean, you night know, disc um, hard. it it probably wasn't. I was probably parring every hole and shit, feeling like I was doing it up. I'm gonna pin in the thing. Ask questions. Okay. Then pin that. So we're filming our podcast right now for the Instagram peeps. Got questions? Let us know. Oh, look, Hunter's watching. Oh, damn. How's it look? Sweet. So dope. You had a good birthday, it sounds like. Yeah, it was a pretty good birthday. Yeah. um, Sorry. Low key, yeah. Um, no, I was gonna come, but after last week's podcast, I went and picked up uh, oh, someone to help me work, and we're actually gonna interview him a little later on the uh, as our guest today. Um, his yeah, name's Zach. I don't know, whatever's available. The propane definitely lasts way fucking longer. This is I've had this thing for like a year. Peter brought it over. So haven't had to refill it. Yeah, I'm uh I'm all about that butane. Ask me again, I'll tell you. The Someone same. said they were just watching our mukbang video on YouTube. Really? Is it funny? I don't watch any of them. I've not watched any a single one. I've watched the, the one I did watch. I listened to it had on a the bunch way, of glitches uh, in it. So on I the way like, here, oh, I don't know. I'm not gonna watch it anymore. Maybe I'm just bad luck. Um, but today I think we're going to put out a, a couple more, the tattoo, Ben's tattoo episode. I think we've been pretty excited to put out. We have better content than our first, than when we first started. So, uh, so yeah. Oh yeah. People are saying, so if anybody's on the Instagram, like, and subscribe on our YouTube channel, please. We're trying to get up to a thousand subscribers so we can get monetized and whatnot. So we got a long way to go. If you could help us out, hit us uh, in the YouTube channel. Uh, link is in my bio still. Um, I think it leads to the Vincent Gordon episode. But yeah. So what are you doing over there? Rolling a joint? Yeah, rolling a joint. Yeah, um, my week was interesting. It's been a lot of work the past few weeks. Like, I've probably worked more than I do in almost a whole year in the past eight weeks. <coughs> Wrecking my, like, just destroying myself. My face is burnt. I have cuts everywhere on my hands. I want to hear about this uh, this potential suitor you got here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I went to a dispensary, and this there was a cute girl working there, and I asked her to go to dinner, and she said yes. She's pretty cool. Um, there's got to be more to it than that. I mean, what's, I mean, I don't know. Who motivated you to do this? 
Was Peter with you? I'm a grown man. I'm a grown man, and I decided to ask a woman out on a date by was myself. Peter with you? I didn't need any validation from anyone. I feel like Peter no. was with you. It was like, dude, you gotta ask Shorty. Zach out. was with me, but he didn't really say that. I was like, I as soon as we walked and got in the car, I was like, yo, I'm gonna ask that chick out because she followed me on Instagram and stuff. I'm not the type of person to like hit on someone at a in a workplace. Usually, I would never do something like that because I feel like. They're obliged. They have to be nice to you, you know? They so, do. like, it's not, it's like, I feel like it's trapping someone into a situation. And it's like, so I didn't want to, I didn't ask her, like, right then and there. But I asked her when she followed me on Instagram. And I was like, hey, usually wouldn't do this because I think it's really rude to ask people that you meet at their work out. But do you want to go to dinner? And she said yes. But no, nobody, <laughs> nobody like pressured me, peer pressured me into asking a girl Peter, out. Peter I'm not pressure. 15 anymore. <laughs> Peter pressure. Peter, yeah, no, it was not Peter. Peter wasn't there. Peter was unaware of the situation. So He'd be very this proud. Fucking guy. This guy's qu- asked a question. He says, how do you overdose on weed? <laughs> um, I don't, is that edibles? Like, Edibles will make you never want to do edibles again. I don't you think do you them. should overdose, first of all. There's other options. Therapy. How long if is it going to take you to roll that fucking joint, dude? It's been what? Like, I've just been breaking up we the need weed a timer. over here while we I'm talking. We need a time, like a desk timer. We don't need a timer. But you don't. Th- you say that because you're the one we need the timer I'm just for. not. Tr- I'm trying to <laughs> do conversation and this at the same time. Roll the joint, bro. I've already done the dab. You're not doing any. You need to do some conversation. Tell me more about this, uh, what we need to do before your date. Where's oh your, my when's God. your date? I'm in miserable shape to go on a date as a human being. Tell me more. I have... Literally no clothes without paint or holes burnt in them. You can do that. You can go. I can get clothes. You can get clothes. But the thing is, I also looked like trash when I met her, and she still said yes. So, But, you mean, you should try. I know. Try I'm gonna a little at, bit. I'm going to go get me some fresh kicks. Maybe Where are you going to go? Some, I don't know. The mall? Or on the date? Yeah. On the date. No. I was literally thinking thought, you were talking like about <laughs> taking her to the mall. And I'm like, God damn, dude. Like, Jesus Christ. No. No, I thought you were asking me where I'm going to get the shoes. I was like, I don't fucking know. Like, uh, the store? What kind of shoes are you going to grab? You know, probably some, some Adidas. Jays? Some Adidas with the boost sole because that's what I usually wear. And I just get, get some new ones. Some new Birkenstocks. Oh, that actually sounds legit. You need some new Birkenstocks. I do. I'm wearing these Walmart foam <laughs> sandals. They've actually gotten quite comfortable. I went on a hike in them yet a couple days ago. That was interesting. Do we got any more questions? Um, no, no questions. No questions. Go follow and subscribe. Go follow and subscribe. I think we need to start plugging that more. Please subscribe. If you're watching the videos, please subscribe. We get more views on the videos than we have subscribers. So there's more people watching than subscribe. So please, let's at least get our 80 viewers subscribed. If you guys could do that, it would be very, very uh, important to us. and uh, mean a lot. So, um, yeah. But other than that, my week's been pretty good. 
or do you want to keep talking about it? I guess really, I do need to shave. I need to like trim up my beard. I'm not gonna shave it off. You gonna uh, hit up hair by bear and get you uh, um get I you should. a sick cut? I should. But I was thinking about cutting my hair, but I was trying to grow it out. So I think I'm gonna leave it. I mean, it's not terrible. It's not bad. No, I just need to brush it or something. Make it look nice. Put some like wet look product in it. Suave. Whoa. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, be dripping wet, baby. Woo! Like throw my hair back, like I just got out of the shower. <laughs> but yeah, then uh, so I'll sound yeah, like it'll be cool. I think yeah. it'll be sweet. I haven't been in a date in like three fucking years. Where the past gonna, couple girls I've dated have been fucking psychotic. So where are you gonna take her? Fucking blue sushi. It's my favorite sushi spot. She said she likes sushi, so I was like, fuck yeah. I've been here in a long time. They were closed for a while. But downtown's looking pretty fucking shitty, to be honest. A lot of shit's boarded up still. A lot of homeless people. Dude, the homeless people are crazy. Yo, you'll be walking down the sidewalk, and there's just boulders everywhere now to prevent homeless people from sleeping on the sidewalk. But you're like, well, there's now there's nowhere to walk either. So how many problems do we have here? It's crazy. Literally, you'll be walking down in Denver, and it's like. <coughs> Look, see, people are laughing. See, you need to guys go, need to go watch all the episodes. We, we release, how many episodes do we have out now? Like 10, almost? It's got to be close. A lot. Eight. We started releasing them out of order, <laughs> so some of them will be like, hey, it's episode six, and it's not at all. So if you get confused, don't worry about it. We're confused, too. Um, so, yeah, going to go to Blue Sushi. I did go downtown. I got Giordano's yesterday with Vincent and Zach. It's giving me goosebumps right now thinking about it. It's so fucking you good. You said that shit tore stomach <laughs> Well, it's not how it made me feel. I'm like, my I, my eyes are watering thinking about, dude, this was one of the best pies I've had. Like, pizza, like apple or pizza? But I guess he said he's allergic to onions and garlic, and I got both on the pizza. But I did ask everyone before I ordered the pizza, like, hey, is this cool with everyone? I thought it was fucking gas. But I feel bad. Vincent smashed, obviously. He was, uh, <laughs> dude, Vincent setting up a turtle, a whole turtle basement. Like, his whole basement is tur- Ninja Turtle toys now. Those people finished it? Yeah. He said six months ago yesterday, but I was like, don't lie. Dude. It's only been maybe two months. But, yeah, so we did that yesterday. Pretty good week all around. I've been trying to, like... Trying to get this, get the, this kid's been crushing the work. And then the first few days I was like, yo, I don't got time to do nothing. We're not leaving. We're working. And then I sat there and like thought about it one morning and I was like, put myself in his situation. And I said, man, if I came to Colorado for the first time ever and I just had to work in a studio, I'd, I'd have, I'd be very like anxious to go see what's around. So. I was like, damn it. 
take him to the mountains. So we took him to the mountains. It was actually pretty fun. Then yesterday, where'd y'all go? He wanted to uh, Dream Canyon. It was pretty dope. Was pretty dope. He got to see some cliffs and shit. I'd never been to that spot either, so not bad. Dream, dreaming. Yeah, sure. Yo, what's our timer at on that? Uh, twenty minutes. It's taking you twenty minutes to get to that point in that joint. Man. I just wanted to stop just to point that out. It was a. <laughs> I had difficulty. <laughs> I, you always do. I thought you got really good at it. I did. And then I you had, you lost it? Yeah, I lost it in a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> like I got really good at it. Didn't do it. Didn't roll a joint well, for one day. Lost it. Can't do it. It doesn't look bad. I don't know what happened to my hair. Just trim it. I tried to put a tip on it. and You tried to put a tip on the tip? But you already put a tip in there. I know. You tried to put a tip on the tip? I don't know who said anything about a tip on a tip, but um, I just had issues. Tip, tip to tip. Tip to tip. <laughs> Super weird. Pick up a few free rolls, take the sushi, and go straight to there. Hell no, dude. This sushi joint's sick. They got fish swimming around. They fucking spear that fish for you right in front of you. No, they don't actually do that. That'd be dope. That's a sick idea for a you sushi take restaurant. Her to, dude, Don't you, fucking hey, post this on the internet. You should take We're her. We're gonna do that. You should take her to Meow Wolf. I actually looked, and there's no tickets till next week. Okay. Well, you should. Uh, you should pump, pump, post, pump, pump. You should pop pot a date till fucking. Dude, you had the right word coming out, and then you I said know. something totally <laughs> different. <laughs> You're like. Why would I postpone it? I won't. I'll, tis, I'll just fucking oh, take her on another day. date. Oh, okay, okay. The mo- tell me how everything. you. Tell me what you would do, Ben. I need to know. Because um, I'm gonna do the opposite. <laughs> yeah, you should probably just do sushi and then meow wolf next. That's what I was yeah, maybe yeah. thinking. I was a. Uh, I would go for everything. Just bam, 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 bam. Do like, it all uh, in one day. All in one day. Yeah. <laughs> Just be like, damn, we just did it all. Be like, all right, I guess we never have to hang out again. We did everything we could have done. That's how you do it? (laughs) Oh, you're funny. All right, let's smoke this joint, bro. Finally. What are we, 25 minutes in? And it's finally lit? 24 minutes in. I didn't know I was getting timed. I was <coughs> enjoying my joint rolling time here. Yeah. You should have put all that weed in there. I tried. Just fell out. Let's see what let's see what Instagram thinks of this shit. Smoke the joint, bro. All right, for everybody who's on here, there's seven people watching. Hold that up. Rate the joint, one to ten. Probably like a, a four. Give it a little twirl. Give it a spin. Give it a close-up. Hold on. Let's get it burning first. Oh, we need a, we need a pre-burn.
pre-burn judgment. <coughs> what do you guys think? It's running like it stole something. It's running? See, you shouldn't you should have let them judge it before because now it's running and they know that. So you're gonna get lower grades. All right, so I mean, what I do you guys think on that joint out of ten? It's a failing grade anyway. No, you never know. Let's see what people think. It could be not a failing grade. You have to get sixty sixes or above. You'll get a D. I didn't even get myself that. Bro, what is this scrap on here? You want my rating? It's probably a one if you had to rate me. Small alteration I made. Uh, it does spit a lot. <laughs> We're at a five for me, so you got an F from me. But let's see. My dad, who doesn't smoke weed, is watching. Said amateur. <laughs> well, oh, it's not that bad. It smokes all right. It does. It's like running in multiple places, so it's not as bad as you'd think because the runs are meeting in the middle. Reminds me of a song. Hunter definitely still rolls better joints than you. He's getting better, though. He, like, left this this wrapper on the end. It's getting all... I hate it. Nasty. I know. Why didn't you cut it off? I didn't mean to. It was a... Holy shit, bro. You want to hear your scores? What's my score? (laughs) My dad gave you 5.9, so just below passing. Stone Vixen gave you 4.7. Louis, Louis Marville gave you a 3, 3.7. Colin Burby <laughs> gave you a 4, so you got a definitely... A 4 was what I was rating it myself. <laughs> You're rating your own joint as a fail? Yeah, this is pretty pitiful. It's it still smokes though. You want a dab? I'll I'll heat you up a dab. You can rate now. What? This is pretty good. All right, I guess. I mean, I just cleaned this. All right, like that's just carbon. I saw how you did one earlier in the shop. You caught it on fire when you were. Uh <laughs> Don't say that. We're live right now. <laughs> Uh, do we have the ashtray? No. All right. Where's the the cardboard one? The cardboard ashtrays are the fucking right. future. I, they could be. Um, you just use fire resistant cardboard. Oh, if there was an ashtray in here with a little like magnetic lid, that'd be really fucking sweet. Almost instead of having, they should be able to. Yeah. I wonder if anybody bought a Mister Potbeard because of us. You said your buddy did? No, but he told he me that to? he, he wants would, to. Um, I don't think they were very happy, happy with our video. Really? They never hit me back up after I sent it to them. Mm. So. They Let's say we're so pleased. Where's uh, our special guest? Oh, would you like to try? Um, we should probably start talking about that video. The glass blowing video and the fruit show. Because that's what we're supposed to be doing. Hmm. I've been bullshitting. How are we going to watch that video, Hunter? Well, I don't know if you can hear me. Can you hear me? 
Just the laptop? That's fine. So last week, Ben observed me making a fruit for the fruit show, and he I made it from start to finish pretty much. Um, what did I not do? I didn't make the joint. I think I already had you already the stem had the, material pulled down. You already had the, um, yeah, you had the stem material pulled down, and then. The joint was pre-made already. And a joint was already made, yep. Not pre-made by machines. Me and Andy make our, our but joints he, all uh, in the house. I wanted him to uh, fully prep a piece and, like, uh, do the coil potting. And then yeah, he yeah, just went, yeah, he, yeah. he, um. Went crazy from there and uh, just made the whole piece. Yeah, he wanted to see the coil pot, like the whole thing from the beginning to show people that like it doesn't even start out as hollow glass. It starts out as like solid rods. And um, and I guess he's right. Like as a glass blower, I'm, I ne- don't necessarily like think about like blowing glass is the same way as someone who's never seen it done before. So... We had a kind of an idea. We were, like, talking about it, and I was really fucking busy with this show. Um, even right now, we're super busy with the show, and I'm kind of just taking a break to shoot this. But I was like, how can we get the the podcast going, like, with the show, kind of to promote each other? And this is kind of what we came up with, I guess. Um, yeah, so I think he's going to bring his laptop over here, and then we're going to watch it, and it'll be, like, a little picture-in-picture <laughs> Okay, so we got it on double time, so it's going to go a little faster. Um, yeah, so right now you're snapping uh, all of your yeah. pieces of clear. Right, right. Uh, so right here I'm, like, snapping all my clear down into usable sections. What size clear is that? Is that three millimeter? Seven millimeter. Seven millimeter. And okay. here I'm kind of explaining my blow tube, which is set up for 13 millimeter or 12 seven millimeter blow, blow handles, um, which I'm cutting up. Right here, um, this is obviously the way we're watching it currently is way faster than normal. Um, but this w- video will put out unedited just in normal time. So if you're a glass blower and you really want to watch this and get kind of like what I'm saying on camera, it's going to be pretty in-depth. What I say now will be pretty in-depth too, but um, just kind of like abbreviated. Oh, you can hear like the saws and shit going in the background. It's like, what is that? So, yeah, I just cut up my handles, um, and now I think I just jump right into coil potting, I believe. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly. Jump right into coil potting. Um, so, if you see what my size torch handle? here, this is my fa- one of my favorite things about... Damn, uh, we didn't talk about your torch. Uh, we can talk about it right now. All right. So talk about that um, herb. That's what I'm talking about. So if you look at it, it's got a bunch of stuff hanging on it, like Batman and Joker. And there's like a cat glued to one knob. I got a a key blade. I have a ton of stuff on that torch just hanging off it. A lot of stuff that's pretty cool to me. Um, the ba- other back side of it, well you might see it in other angles, is all painted up. But what it is, I, what I run is a 65 mil Herbert Arnold. Um, it's a pretty beefy fucking torch. Um. Yeah, it's like with the Herbie, it's a very soft flame, and it's really fucking good for uh, hollow work and like hollow 
like sculpture and artwork and stuff like that. It's not necessarily the best for what I'm doing here, which is doing a coil pot. Um, so I'm taking a raw glass rod. This is gold amethyst. And I'm like coiling it up. We unfortunately don't have a didinium filter for our big cameras, something that I can, I've been looking into. But uh, um, yeah, you can kind of see in that shot right there where I pulled it out, what's going on. See how the, the rod is coiling up on itself, building a wall. If you've done clay, it's the same thing pretty much, um, just with glass. So you coil that up, and then uh, I'm going to put one more stick on here. Uh, the way I, I coil pot is I don't really, like, prep any rods out. I just, like, kind of start going. Right there, I ripped off the little end that bubbles up. And then this rod end was already nipped clean. And I just coil this shit up. Man, I wish I could fucking coil pot as fast as this video. I know. I was on. thinking, Holy man, you shit. could be crushing. Could you fucking imagine, man? Oh, I can't even move. My, I don't even know if I move my fingers that fast. Like, see, that's a cool fucking. That's a cool angle where it gets dark like that. I like that. See, I'm just uh. You're just letting it naturally curl up on itself. <laughs> yeah. So usually a lot of people like grab that with a rod holder or uh, another rod or something, so they can use it the whole time. But, but you're I just using gravity. I just use gravity to let it kind of wrap itself up. Um. Now I'm explaining kind of how the heating process goes. I close up this end. That was Gino in the background, or it may have been David. They're building a shelf off. What size there. handle are you using right That's there? That's a 12-7 handle. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, here I'm just like kind of, this might be a fucking. I'm just heating it in, and then I guess and here's, then here's a good spot. And then I think this is where you decide that you're not just going to make a coal pot piece. Because originally he was like, oh, I'm just going to make this coal pot piece. And then no, go over the to whole this time other I piece. was just going to go make a... Oh, you were just going to make a full fruit? Make the full fruit. Oh, um, originally, yes. Our plan was to just coil pot this, put it in the kiln, <laughs> go to a serum fruit that I had almost done. And then, oh, sorry, that dab hit me. Oh, maybe it's a joint. Um, but then, yeah, plans changed, and I ended up just kind of blowing out this whole piece. And just, this is the way I do it when I'm, like, crushing them. I mean, this um, is the way that uh, I preferred you to do it here, you know. It was. Yeah, so right here I grab a piece of 7 mil, which I'm going to punty up to the end of this bubble. And then. Punty up to this bubble, blow that out into a normal, like a full-size ball. Um, but, yeah, uh, you had some other questions for me that we were going to ask now. One of them was what, what my inspiration was. Yeah, what is your inspiration? Okay, so I thought about that. What is my inspiration for what? The pieces or glass blowing as a whole or both? Let's do both. Okay. So the glass blowing as piece the pieces are obviously from one piece um <coughs> it's an anime show that has 
hundreds and hundreds of episodes, soon to be thousand in the near future. It's pretty getting pretty exciting that it's getting closer and closer to a thousand. The manga chapters have eclipsed a thousand at this point. Very fucking exciting. Um, and one of the big things in manga and a lot of like cartoons are this whole thing on the video, by the way, is just me going to be me shaping this into a ball. So I don't really, you can watch that and I'll talk to talk about the fruits. Um, but most manga have like some sort of like power system that gives the characters either like strength or power or like, I don't know. The only you one know, I know about things. really is like Luffy. Yeah, so in um, in One Piece, the power structure is based around a couple things. It's a lot of it's based around the Devil Fruits in the earlier series, and then it kind of evolves into a more complex Devil Fruit hockey combination and with one or the other or both. So it gets kind of complicated. Ben's looking at me like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so, so. In the show, there's a couple different power systems, and the biggest power system, I guess I would say, would be Devil Fruits, because that's what gives people, I guess, superpowers. Um, is like you would. Oh, now you're you, Ben's like talking, asking questions. Um, but yeah, so the Devil Fruits give everything. Every like, not every pirate in One Piece has a Devil Fruit. So when I was I started watching it, I was like, man, those are super fucking cool. It'd be really fun to like make those into rigs. <coughs> and originally I was like, ah, like they wouldn't stand by themselves. Like they're not going to sell well. They're like, it's get, people are going to be like weird about um, the rig, not like standing on a table, but I said fuck it, and I made a couple, and then one was a custom, and it turned out really good, and it fucking blew up on my Instagram, and I started making more, and then people fucking love them. I, like, it's pretty cool, because at this point, I've made, I don't know, definitely over, like, 20 of the different devil fruits. It's kind of tough because in the anime, like they talk about the devil fruit powers a lot, but they don't like show the devil fruits. That's um, what I found. So the there's show. like, they do, they at this point have shown quite a bit and most any fruit that they've shown I that in canon I've made. And then I've also made fruits that I've made up myself, um, which are really fun to kind of explore the different, like, design aspects of a devil fruit because they're all kind of like a similar basic concept you know it's a fruit shape with spiral swirls on it and it's got like some sort of spiraled up or curled up stem that extends usually both way off the piece so it's it's easy to like freestyle it but a lot of the times they don't sell as well because what i've found is when you're fa selling to like a fandom like that fan base is usually like pretty critical of what like what they're buying associated to the show because they're usually pretty loyal fans of the show. You know, you're not buying 
expensive expensive fruit pipes at this <laughs> at this price point if you're not like a pretty decent fan of one piece um a lot of people buy them because for non-functional purposes so sometimes i like won't put a joint in them um so yeah that's kind of the inspiration behind the pieces in the show itself inspiration behind glass blowing is definitely a little different at this part of the show um or like in this video so i finally finished shaping out that ball which is usually it's kind of a task. It takes a minute to get it really nice and really even. Um, but after that, I go in with this is three mil rod. And I'm taking that. Sorry. I'm taking that and I'm hand drawing all the swirls onto the ball of the piece, which is like the base of the piece, I guess that you would say. Um, and this is probably what I'm explaining in the videos is it's really the hardest part of the whole piece. And it's not that it's hard it's just a technically difficult thing to pull off when you're laying the glass on top of the surface of that ball and not melting them in one at a time it like builds up a lot of stress so it'll want to crack and shit like that but uh i guess the way that it's kind of the best way i found to do it is putting them on there all at once and then because i've done it many ways Putting them on there all at once and melting them all in is, it looks way better. Um, so right there, it's hard to see in this video because we don't have a filter, but that big flame was actually me just warming up the whole piece so the stringers and the base are like the same temperature so the stress doesn't build up in the glass and cause cracks. Um, that was something that I really, really struggled with early on with these pieces and kind of like tinkered with a lot to figure out how to like produce these, these fruits without like a high failure rate. So at this point in the show, I'm actually like over 99% success rate, which I'm pretty like, it's something I really pride myself in and not breaking stuff. I've broken one piece out of a hundred and, and 11, I guess. So, like, uh, 110 successful ones and one <coughs> unsuccessful one, which is a bummer still. Still hurts me. But uh, can't not everyone can be perfect, I suppose. And then even the cool thing, too, about the fruits is, like, none of them are perfect by themselves, which I think when you're buying a piece of art that's handmade, something like this, like a craft, I think it's cooler to get something that's maybe a little... Like, where most everything is like, oh, this is really fucking cool. And there's like, oh, but there's this one little thing that's kind of weird, you know. And it's not bad or it's not good. It's just kind of, like, different. And I think that's uh, an important part of glasswork because I've had people get pieces and be like, oh, like, one of the swirls is, like, more melted in in this part of the fruit. And I was like, look, it's like, it's almost impossible to get every single swirl perfect on on the fruits because if you get one that starts melting in a little too much and you're like oh you, you could say oh like you could redraw that one but then at that point that that uh swirl is going to stick out more than the rest and it's just like it's kind of like what is like the lesser of two evils at that point and i've found that it's just kind of accepting the nature of the glass and how it works and just let it flow you know so 
But this takes me a while, and then I end up melting them in, so I can kind of get into the insp- my inspiration for glass in general, which is actually pretty cool. Like I honestly, like when we first met, even I had no, no, like I never even thought it would ever be like possible for me to like be on a torch and like do this. Like I thought it was this crazy shit where these guys went to school for like years and learned this craft and were like really good at it and were selling these crazy expensive pieces and stuff. So at first I was like, Oh, I just want to, I want to collect. And then really quickly after I got, I guess that hoop shoe is when I was like, yo, I want to blow glass. I was like, this shit's fucking sick. And I started going to illusions out here and stuff and seeing, <coughs> just kind of like whoops, you know, fucking blowing glass in the, the studio. And you're like, they'd be like, oh, that's fucking cowboy. And you're like, are you fucking serious? That's him? And it's like, damn. It's like, dude, this is something like I could fucking get behind and I could do <laughs> and like literally look like I look like look. I don't Because I used to work in like the high fashion industry and it was like I had to wear really nice suits, really nice shoes, I like think all that's this. really funny. What? The fact that you used to work in a... Yeah, really, really, really high-end. Like, I used to wear, like, fucking Brioni and Ferragamo and fucking all sorts of crazy, crazy, crazy clothes. And I was like, this is cool for, like, a month. And then I was like, this fucking blows dick. Like, wearing nice button-up clothes and, like, pants and dress shoes and every day sucks. Oh, it stopped. I got it. So, like, coming from that, I, like, after that experience, I was like, fuck that, you know? I I just want to be comfortable. Like, I don't really give a fuck what anyone, like, thinks when they see me. Like, if it's, if it's like, going to seriously offend someone, like, I think you probably have, like, bigger personal issues than you do with the way I look. But it's like... Yeah, I don't know. That industry kind of gave me a sour taste towards, like, really nice clothes because it's just, like, very uncomfortable. And honestly, a lot of the way some of those clothes are produced are maybe not the most ethical. Um, Do we have any questions on the Instagram? Do we? I don't know. Someone said Zoro or Sanji who wins. Zoro, hands down. Then someone said, 420 show in Cali, what's the theme? Well, I'm going to pause this. Can we talk about I'm going to talk about this because I think this is really cool. So the next show is on 420, exactly six months after this show. And the theme is zombie snacks. And for a sneak fucking... Some sneak intel, very secret intel, just for the people who watch this live in our podcast. I'm going to set up a whole fucking gas station with pieces, like, in the gas station. But there's also going to be functioning Slurpee machines and, like, soda machines with, like, donut case and, like, food that you can go and still take out and eat. All the food and stuff and candy and drinks and soda machine will be free. And then all the pieces will be like in a like an acrylic or glass box 
within the shelves and stuff. Kind of like uh, chilling with all the food and snacks for everyone. Yeah, I'm very excited. How are you going to pull off a gas station? Oh, bro, just you wait. It's going to be fucking insane. Okay. It's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. I've already got the plans in motion. It's going to take a lot of planning, the full six months. So, yeah. Start the video back up. Starting the video back up. Sorry about that segue. So, I'm still... uh, Cooking in these swirls um, in this video. As you can see right here, it's pretty hot. Like, if you think, if you look at it like a glowing ball of glass, that shit's hot as fuck. It's hot. It's very hot. Don't ask me exact temperatures, because I don't know. Um, this part, I'm actually popping the bottom hole. I put the swirls on the entire ball. Melt it in one half. I'm popping a hole and I'll melt in the other half and then pop another hole to attach the stem to. But uh, back to my inspiration becoming a glass blower. So yeah, I like so kept seeing all these dudes and fucking blowing glass and stuff and realized they were kind of just like guys who picked it up on their own and like in their garages and stuff. And I was like, damn, that's really fucking cool. And like, I was at a point where I had a ton of nice glass and I was like kind of working around some glass blowers as a photographer. And I was like, you know, like I'm really fucking into this. Like, I think I could be good at it. Like it kind of, it's like, it's like calling to me. And a lot of the glass blowers were very like, I remember, one glass blower in specific, like very vividly, would all every time you would see me would say, "Hey man, are you a glass blower yet?" But like in a very condescending, like dickish way, and I'd be like, "You know, not yet, but I will be." You know, and it's that kind of stuff that really fucking motivated me. And I was like, you know, it's really fucked up for people to like make a joke out of other people's dreams, and that's like something we've actually talked about on this show before. Is like. I'm not about that, you know? Like, if you want to fucking do something and you think you can do something, I think, realistically, you can probably fucking do it if you put your mind to it. So don't let anyone ever tell you you can't do something. Um, But stuff like that was, like, a big, 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 big motivation for me. Like, people telling me, like, I couldn't do it. And I was like, you know, that's really fucked up. I was like, if you can do it, I can fucking do it. So... Um, I just put a lot of time and a lot of effort into finding a place because at the time I was living in an apartment, um, like a high-rise apartment down in downtown Denver, and I was like living with my girlfriend at the time, and she, I don't think she was really like into the idea. But then I got this little fucking carriage house, right? And I loved it. And it, uh, it was, like, the beginning of my new life. I was, like, I went in there, and I fucking didn't come out, like, ever to get other than to get glass or eat and stuff. And, like, that's the first place I learned how to make a rig. That's the first place I pretty much learned how to do any prep, any anything I know how to do today. Like, it all started, like, in that garage, which was really fucking cool because I was able to basically – what I did was once I found that spot is I just started uh, chipping away at my glass collection and selling it piece by piece to get new part new parts and equipment and, I don't know, oxygen, tanks, shit like that. Um, 
And yeah, it just like I guess it just kind of grew until it's like the only thing I. It's like just I don't even have to think about it anymore. You know, I wake up and I like know I'm a glass blower. Like that's what I do. But you did go to college to be an artist. I did go to college to be an artist. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, not a traditional artist because I my parents were kind of like, no, nah, like fine art. You're not gonna go like learn how to paint and fucking draw. Which I was like, okay, well, I guess that sucks. But I went to school to be a graphic designer. Um, I actually got three majors. One in graphic design, one in communications, and one in public relations um, in my four years there. And then uh, I was also on the swim team. But, like, athletics, like, I really like sports and stuff. But, like, I'm not – I'm more – I like doing creative stuff a lot more. So arts have always been, like, a huge draw. Took a ton of fine arts class. I almost actually had a fine arts major as well, but I fucking failed art history, which was a core, so I didn't even get the minor. It's a bummer. But uh, it's the only class I ever failed. Um, but, yeah, I uh, took all the drawing classes and all the design classes and all the painting classes, and, like, I had some, some art professors who would really... Man, we missed the whole, you making the fucking... No, it's not much happened. I just did the important part. I had the stem pre-made. Oh, you made the stem? You had the no, stem that, pre-made? that stem had to have been pre-made, because I don't think... I can't. I couldn't have. Yeah. See, I must no, it was a pre-made, because I remember you doing the whole... Uh, well, when would I have made it? Curling it Because, like, I'm drawing the shit. I think I do that on the next fruit. Oh, you do it on the next fruit. Okay. Yeah, so. All right. All right. I'll explain the part. All right, so going back to the video, just a little um, before we keep going on my other shit. I popped a hole right here, and both sides are now melted in. I'm going to put a handle on what's considered, I would consider, like, the bottom of the fruit. It doesn't really matter at this point. You could put a stem on either side. So one side's melted in, attached a, a handle to the bottom. I take off this top handle, melt in this uh, the top of this fruit, which we already kind of saw. So we're melting in this fruit, melting in the fruit. That kind of takes a minute. And then here... Ben's talking about Altoids in the back. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it must be just filling in a little spot at the top, and then... Man, those screw-top Altoid cans. Oh, man. <laughs> the Altoid Sours. They're so good. So right here I go in and I pop a hole in the top, which I then am going to attach a stem to. Um, it's pretty straightforward. I kind of like cooking the stem. Um, these are called straight seals. Pretty, pretty simple. But, but yeah, and then I guess you've already kind of seen this part. Let's back to the other story while we watch me put this stem on here. Um, I had some art professors in college who were very, very, very like 
yo, like, you should pursue art. Like, you should pursue art. And I, like, wanted to do art full-time for a really long time. But, like, I guess my parents weren't, like, maybe the most excited about that idea. Um, but graphic design to them seemed like a good, I don't know, trade-off. Because to me, I was like, well, graphic design still art, and it's still something that's, like, growing, and I kind of, like, convinced them that, like, because they wanted me to do business or fucking other shit like that. So the communication and public relations degrees made them very happy, but in reality, I kind of just, like, scammed the system because the public relations and communication degrees shared almost all the same classes. You just had to take a few extra. I was like, that's pretty convenient. Um, so right here, I'm, I attach the stem, cook that seal in and I'm finishing like the look of the stem and I won't pop the hole yet because after this, I'm going to go straight in and heat a hole up probably about, let's see, they're usually bigger than a quarter, but smaller than a half dollar, like size holes in the side of this. That's what I'm doing right here, blasting this hole in there, um, and I'll blow it out to, like, a thin film, and then I'll melt this film down into, like, a bubble that's kind of centered in the middle, and that bubble I'll rip off to remove excess glass. Um, but, yeah, I had some art professors who were very, very, like, supportive in college and... Uh, after I left school, I had that job that we just recently talked about, which was shitty. It was a shitty job, working in a suit all the time. Here we are now. Yeah, and then I fucking gave that up and started working freelance as a photographer while I tried to get into glass blowing, and uh, finally got into glass blowing. And five years later, look at us. I met Ben about the same time I started really getting into glass you were into smoking on glass oh i was so love smoking so much yeah so here i'm pulling the doer seal that's pre-made by my good friend andy uh contravenous by cope he makes jewelry and stuff like that uh but he also blows glass he's honestly better technically at glass than i am i'd say um but he makes all these joints for me. I made the first, I think, 40 or 50, and then Andy kind of had finished up a lot of the prep that we needed him to do, so he's been working on these joints for a few weeks. But yeah, Andy's been making these fucking joints for three weeks now. Uh, it's a huge help. It saves it to me a ton of time while I'm making the actual fruits, and it's not something that, like, anybody's going to be like, oh. Dabber Jones didn't make this piece. It's like all it is is the joint. Um, a lot of people buy those at the store, so you're still getting a handmade joint that I get a quality inspect myself and go through the through them all and make sure they're right. Um, and yeah, and he's been crushing it. I don't think any of them have not fit or not really worked for me. A couple of them have cracked just from cooling down in the kiln and not being put in with the cold seal right away. Usually, you just put them in right away, but. Um, <coughs> this is kind of the end. I'm like going around. I tacked one part of the doer seal and I'm going around the whole edge 
sealing that up. Um, this is actually all in real time. That's why it's taking so long. We never did a Jesus seal. Oh, yeah, we were going to do that. Mm-hmm. I thought about that on the way to the airport. I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot we were going to do that really quick. So right now I'm doing this, like, weird blow blow thing for this doer seal uh, where I, like, just kind of, like, puff continuously to get this the shape I want, but I don't have pressure right here, and I like doing it this way. Some people have been like, why do you do it that way? Um, I like doing this way because I think it's easier to put – just blow it with some – without full – maybe full, uh, I guess, a full seal because you have to plug that joint in order to do that. And I usually have trouble, like a higher failure rate with joints like fitting. So I'll do it without, and they will look just as good as they would either way. So um, there's no like quality trade-off to doing it that way. So that's the way I do it. And then right there you saw me. Stick a joint in there to make sure the 10 mil still fits because I test every piece before. Um, and knock on wood, I fucking use that joint for every fucking fruit I've made. Not even just this show, every fruit I've ever made. Um, which is pretty wild. Somebody wrote something pretty lengthy on here. I went to school in 20, 2009 to 2013, and it was still Illustrator. It was Illustrator and Adobe for all that shit. Like, that's always going to be kind of the standard, I think, for, for that stuff. Damn, you see that big-ass belly shot you got there? Nasty. That's, that's, some, that's nasty. So, yeah, I just finished up that whole fruit. Uh, and after that, we take a break. And here, we're just kind of like fucking around. Swirls again on the serum fruit. If you guys want to see. Ooh, sorry. That fucking joint made me so tired. <laughs> um, If you want to see this part, it will be on a separate video on YouTube these swirls on i'm trying to get to the point because i do think i make a stem right here so here i'm just talking about stuff pulling down here we go so this is where i make a stem which is pretty cool uh, i got a piece of this is roswell it looks like you coil pot for that too? These are coil potted sections, yes. Most everything we're using for this show is coil potted, except for maybe like five pounds of orange tubing and green tubing that were that I picked up from Colorado Color Company just because it looked really nice. Um, but yeah, almost every every fruit is completely hand prepped, handmade. Right here, I'm. A <laughs> I'm pulling down a nice like taper and as it gets hard like cooler I pull harder to get a smoother taper because the heat will kind of disperse 
throughout the glass as you pull it. This one actually, if I remember correctly, came out really nice, and I think I separate it right away, like right here. Yeah. And then, yeah, this part's actually pretty fun. This is one of my favorite parts to do is making all the stems because the stems are all, like, different styles and stuff. So it's really fun to, like, make up your own stem styles. Um, I think right there I was just clearing off the end so I could just put it away. I put it up on this rack because um, I'm not going to use it. In the back, you can – in the on that rack, you can kind of see – uh, a bunch of the coil pots that's like all coil potted except that far one on the left that's a greasy glass bulk all right so yeah i'll pull out this uh tubing right here and then i kind of just like start uh i start wrapping it i it's kind of hard to explain no, right, like right how this happens you're explaining to me about how you're letting gravity. Right. Um, and it's kind of, yeah, it's it's hard to explain it because you have to, like, let the gravity. You don't heat it up. You don't heat it up all the way. You just want to get it soft to the point where it'll curl up on itself, um, which sometimes is a bitch. Uh, but I, at this point, I think I talk about that I've done so many of them that it's, like, kind of... Dude, I'm dying. Um, it's kind of like I I used to do this on the big torch. I used to like grab tweezers and like curl it up and then blow it back out. <laughs> but it got down to a point where I just kind of like swirl it up and kind of even it out with a hand torch if I need to. Storage is full. Damn. Got the sniffles all of a sudden. What kind of weed was that? Some uh, ice cream cooler. Oh, made me so tired. So now it's curled up, and then you saw me like heat the whole thing up and give it like a slight bend. This one, so I do this next step a couple different ways. How do I do this one? So depending on how the tubing looks or how thick it is or how big the collar that blows out that I just popped that hole, um, that's where we'll connect it to the fruit. Sometimes I'll add more tubing on the end, which it looks like I'm getting ready to do right here, but it froze says connection has been lost. Never mind. There it goes. So, yeah. So, I have I attached this to give it a little more length. Oh, so this is actually some striped tubing that I had prepped out. Yeah. I see now. That's the Colorado Color Company. Um, so, I give it this little, like, collar to attach to the fruit. Give it some space. Sometimes, whew, I don't do that. But this time, I definitely did. I need, yeah, there's got to be some sativas over here waking me up. You got anything? You want, you want the soda review? Oh, uh, 
Go get that kid. We'll do the soda review. All right. Because we're pretty much done. Like, after we watch this stem, we've seen everything, right? Right. What a great video review. <laughs> Crashed it. Does anybody on the Instagram, it only looks like there's a couple people still watching. Um, does anyone have any questions about the fruit show that I could answer on here? We're going to put this one out next, this episode out next week. So if you guys want to watch it, you can. Um, I guess while they're down there, I can talk about the solo stuff I need to talk about. So uh, the fruit show is going to be October 20th. I've posted that all over Instagram. Um, it'll be live on YouTube, I think, is where we're planning to have the live stream to, just on the Buddy System channel. Um, for people who are interested in buying, there will be a Discord channel set up where you'll be able to log on, join the Discord channel, and uh, request a service ticket. Um, those tickets will be numbered in order that people will log on and request the service ticket. And uh, that will actually be the buying order um, for the show. So that's how I kind of hashed it out as being the most fair, the most equal. The The Discord channel itself is going to open up about a week before the show. But the ticket service will not open until the day of the show. So, so yeah, it's uh, kind of the important stuff. Um I'm going to post that just in its own video on Instagram. Uh, as for the show, if there's any VIP watching on Instagram or uh, watching this video um, that are coming to the show, it's going to be pretty fucking sweet. We're going to have, um, we'll have a dab table uh, set up by Essential Extracts. We'll have tacos set up, a taco bar set up. Um, live painting there'll be several art displays so yeah it should be pretty fucking sweet all right so this is our guest for the week zach uh if you want to introduce yourself really quick your glass name he's also a glass blower so he's been helping us what's up yeah i'm a glass blower i'm zach uh twinkle toes glass on instagram uh yeah, i'm a glass blower from boston been there for like five years and uh Soon to be transplanting to North Carolina at the end of October. So, yep. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zach hit me up when I posted on Instagram about needing some help, and I flew him out uh, from Boston to Denver for a week to help me coil pot. He's been staying here. This is his stuff. So, yeah, this you guys have been wondering for the whole episode. I kind of forgot we were going to acknowledge that, but. That's why all this stuff's in here. Um, so, yeah, it's very last-minute type thing, but it's been pretty good. It's got tons and tons of fucking work done, um, pretty much everything. Today's kind of like the last work day. That's been a grind. And then, yeah, I don't know. You, what, do you, what do you got, Ben? You got any, ben well, met him he the um, day after he came in. He said he was moving here from North Carolina, or moving to North Carolina. Cackalacky from, and, from um, Boston, and I was like, "Well, I happen to be from there." So, um, as our followers and viewers know, we and, love you. Um, I, uh, so I brought some cheer wine. Yeah. Since yeah, I knew so Zach Ben walks in with his today. big fucking smile on his face with this in his hand, and I'm like, "What the fuck is that shit?" How the sweetest wine. soda known to man. Oh, dude, that's so sweet. That chupa chew. Oh 
That's I should have got that for your birthday. Man, Chupa Chu was good. Ooh, I fucking missed out. This show's wrecked. Been wrecking me. Wow, it smells like literally maraschino cherry juice. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like cherry cola. That's but what it, it tastes like. Reversed. It's like cola flavored cherry soda, basically. <laughs> it's like inverted. That's, a, it's that's a good way to describe yeah, it, like actually. Inverted. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I grew up on Cheerwine. That's a super North Carolina thing, right there. Yeah. Since yeah, 1917. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's I'm, how long you've been drinking it. I've been drinking it since 1917. Yeah, Ben said he was from North Carolina, and I was like, "Oh, whereabouts?" And he was like, "Oh, between Greensboro and Raleigh." And I was like, "Mebane." <laughs> like yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know the place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very big town, but yeah, my my parents ended up retiring there, so uh, military brat moved around a lot. But that is uh, that is the location they're staying. So I'm not like from North Carolina, but uh, that is that's where the fam is now. Well, so what made them move there? Military. Uh, my stepdad's from North Carolina. Like his his whole side of his family is from Mebane and everything like that. Okay, so okay. that's like kind of how they ended up there. My mom had a choice; she'd be out here. She likes like New Mexico and like Colorado and like mountains okay. and shit like that. So yeah, even though they live in North Carolina, they live in the flattest part. My mom's like pretty upset about it. So, <laughs> but yeah, I like North Carolina a lot. It's cool. I mean, Colorado's been cool too. Right. Yep, that was my first time here. So how long have you been below glass? Uh, like, I think five years now. It's like June, June 5th is my glass birthday. Okay. Yep, five years. Glass birthday. When's your glass birthday? No idea. All right. It's not even I'm really. I called it. It's the day I made my first forget spin. anniversaries and shit for sure. I don't know. I have no idea. I think about it, and I, it was either in March 2016 or May 2016. I don't – I actually I think it was May because it was right after me and Vincent had got back from a 420 tour in Vegas and California when Scott stole my job. <laughs> Damn it, Scott. Scott Cop. Not necessarily stole my job, but just kind of approached it. Scott Cop. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was sometime in May 2016. You could probably look on Instagram and find out. Uh, so, tell me about that piece you have there. Is that like your? Oh uh, yeah, this is a collab that me and my uh, my buddy uh, Tainted Glass on Instagram. I think it's Tainted Dot Glass. Oh, if it's you're got looking the, for the it. spin and marble on. Yeah, that. so he does the nice and heavy. he does the marble uh, <coughs> spinners, <coughs> and uh, I went ahead and did like uh, the color prep on it. It's like a fade of like. A pink to a purple. I was pretty disappointed, actually. I did, like, all the work to get that fade, and, like, I faded it so much, I pretty much just mixed it all into a new color, so you can't even really tell mm-hmm. the fade. But, yeah, and then I did the uh, sculpting on top, and then I did one of my Joey faces, which is, like, just, like, kind of a totem figure of uh, of a face. Yeah, so I kind of I like that it's ominous, kind of lets you... Whatever, like, kind of uh, face you have in your head. Or, like, playing on that uh, that whole, like, being able to, like, see faces in things that don't have faces. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I mean, this is obviously a little bit more literal, but I definitely like playing with that, like, kind of uh, natural intuition that people have of, like, seeing faces in things. 
Yeah, faces. So how'd you get into blowing glass? How did I get into blowing glass? Um, I went to culinary school in New York, and uh, I got an internship on Nantucket, and I was cooking on Nantucket, like, really crazy hours, and then I would come home to stay in my closet because I was like, if I could live in the closet, I could just have my own bedroom because it was, like, employee housing, and so I was like, let's do it. Let's Harry Potter this shit. And uh, so, yeah, I straight up lived in a, like, underneath a staircase and everything. And uh, while I was chilling in my staircase, I was watching Revere Glass, uh, like, uh, tutorials, just being like, oh, wow, this is crazy. I'd love to do something like this. And I was, like, just finding the glass scene on Instagram. Um, and, like, the combination of the two, I was like, oh, I think I'd like to try that. And uh Ended up going to a concert in Boston, met a couple of people that were, like, in the scene, and they showed me their collection. I met, like, a glass blower there. I was like, man, I feel like I feel like this is the universe telling me that I should blow glass because I was, like, interested in it, and now meeting all these people. I feel like, you know, if you go to Boston, though, you're going to meet somebody, and, like, with, with a purpose, you're going to meet somebody that has, like, a heady collection there. But it was fun. So, yeah, that's a I, – I shortly after – Came out of the closet. Yeah, came, came out of the closet, went and took my first lesson in North Carolina uh, after my internship, and then, uh, like, maxed out a credit card, bought all my own stuff, and just, like, did it on my back porch, watching Revere Glass things, and then I moved to North Carolina because I couldn't really find any studios, or I moved to Boston because I couldn't really find any studios in North Carolina that were, like, convenient for me, so I ended up moving to Boston, and that's, like, where I've, like, learned to blow glass for the most part. I was pretty novice when I showed up there, but, yeah, so, internet. The internet is how the I The internet. Yep. I watched a few videos, but I kind of just started fucking with it. Figures it out. I feel like that's the only way. Yeah, you can, uh... Can only, you can only tell somebody so much when you it comes to glass. You can only learn so much without, without getting yeah. your hands dirty. Glass, when it melts, is very unintuitive. So it takes a long time to just get that intuition mm-hmm. of what it's going to do when it gets hot. And so uh, I think that's the main hump people need to get over. That's uh, for glass blowing. But once you get there, it's quite it's pretty fun. Yeah, quite a lot of possibilities. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. damn fun. So you enjoyed your – is this your first time in Colorado? Yeah, yeah, first time. That's uh, definitely part of the reason I came out. Was I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. Never been. Yeah, he said he wanted to see the mountains and go to a dispensary and see Denver. But the first two things, <coughs> pretty fun. But Denver right now is kind of disappointing. A lot of the businesses are still boarded up, which is kind of shitty. And, like, the only things that are open are restaurants. Um, I actually looked at Meow Wolf tickets for last night, but they were sold out. Yeah, I I looked on the first day I was here, and they were like they were like they book up pretty quick. Very very. You can get them like a, if you get like a week in advance, you could get them. If we would have got them like the day first day you got here, we probably could have did. But yeah. I didn't even think about it. But yeah, so we went to the mountains. Uh, we talked about that a little bit earlier in the podcast, and Zach was with me at uh, Dream Canyon. Andy took us up there. It was actually super fucking cool. I'd never been there, and I've been to a lot of the spots up in uh, Boulder Canyon. <coughs> but it's really cool. Zach, it was really cool. Uh, we should both tell our experiences. Because for me, like, the experience of taking Zach up the mountain was really cool because he, like, 
you could tell how fascinated he was. It was like, wow. I've never seen it. I've like, yeah. yeah. It made me feel like the first few times, like I drove up the mountains, you know, it's kind of like cool to be back in those, I don't know, in those like footsteps. Cause I was like, cause I had the same reaction the first few times that I really, really got into the mountains. I like seeing people's reaction too when I take them like to where I live. Right. Even driving down the highway, him seeing like the foothills from the highway was like blown away, which is cool to see that. I mean, they're huge. Yeah. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. And it's like people don't realize that it's not just like mountains that you just drive over those mountains that you see that they just keep kind of fucking going Mm -hmm. for quite a while. Long fucking time. Yeah, no, it's a. Uh, so cool. I've like seen the Tennessee hills, and like those are those are definitely big, but like, I don't know, it's just the way the like trees are dispersed and everything. It's so much more like. Right. Yeah, you get to really. It seems big, but also. What was like, your favorite small. view? Do you have a favorite view? I really like. I really like just being able to see. Like I'm obsessed with like creeks and brooks yeah. and stuff like that, just because like I grew up like fishing in like Vermont. Whenever I would go visit there, it's like where my dad's family is from and so i just like really like seeing like cr- the creek and the stream from that far up yeah it was pretty cool yeah we took the type r up there so have you done a lot of um done a lot of work for tyler fuck ton yeah tons of work has he been nice to you been the nicest cracking the whip dude i'm so <laughs> nice i'm very level-headed and easy to work with <laughs> <laughs> It's like this is a it's like my slight joke in there, right? No, I'm just yeah, it is. I'm, I'm very, I'm pretty particular. Like if people want, I just want good product and a good outcomes. So sometimes, but no, I don't think there was any problems. At Have all. you learned anything from Tyler? I don't um, know if it was necessarily like that kind of trip, but definitely interesting. Um. I mean, like I've been, I've, I've followed, I followed Tyler for like uh, before I even started glass blowing. I like, I remember his like first series and stuff like that. Tabertoon, sorry, he doesn't, like, <coughs> he doesn't like Tyler. Oh yeah, I've been you, follow- can s- you can use my name. Following uh, Tyler, <laughs> the way you say it, is Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> yeah, uh, see, he does it the way you do it. You're saying uh, it like that, Tyler. Uh, it, it reaffirms <laughs> my fucking. That's how I do it. Anyways, I've been following Dabber Jones for quite a bit, and uh, so it was definitely interesting to, like, he posts a lot more than me and, like, has, like, a much, we kind of started around the same time and has much more of a following, and so, like, I, like, have a hard time, like, kind of focusing or, like, getting over, like, having, like, perfect posts on all my things rather than just, like, getting content out there for people to see and, like, uh, intake. I wanted to almost too obsessed with like trying to like have like a curation of like all my best work on there like like instagram is some sort of like artist catalog like portfolio and it's Mm -hmm. not that's not really like i need to be using it to like as a tool to get to my so i've always watched him do that from outside so it's interesting to see him in a transitional period in between like doing like that and using that as like just direct sales to like move it into like a show style i think i like i do a lot of sculptural work and stuff like that too so it's like not too yeah i'm inter- i'm interested in like how he's running his business or whatever and like seeing it from the other side so nice yeah yeah i definitely feel like i'm gonna good go good home look. and coil pot a bunch of shit for myself and yeah. like go like sculpt a bunch of stuff because i definitely think i can do that i have a hard time working for myself too right so yeah i was like if i could find someone to coil pot for me and then i could do the sculpting like this would be 
It's a bit sweet. Yeah. So I can't find a new one like that in Boston. Boston's yeah. having like a mass exodus Why don't you right just uh, fly Tyler out to call yeah. for you <laughs> yeah. and you can do your own show? I'd do like 10 and I'd be like, man, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, no. So, I guess I I'm don't, I'm, it's hard for me to work. Like, you work a lot. Like, when you've been here. Like, it's hard for me. Let me I preface. Ca- I guess, like I said, I can't work for myself very well. Like, as soon right. as someone else is paying me, like, I have, like, the, <laughs> I guess the it, like, yeah, angst of yeah. being, like, I cannot. I got fired from a job one once or twice, and it was quite right. traumatic. I'm like, fuck that. I'm never yeah. doing it Tell again. Tell us about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got fired from my internship on Nantucket. It's actually a really great story. Um, yeah. yeah, so thank God I didn't make it through culinary school because that was expensive. And it's, like, unaccredited, and I ended up not in the culinary industry and so anyway so uh, I locked down my internship in Nantucket which is part of my academic like curriculum is to go on this internship so it's like booked through the school and um, right before that I got caught with weed at the school and they're really really uptight about drugs there Um, like get caught with weed once you get suspended for 15 weeks like most colleges you just get like a 45 or maybe a hundred dollar fine or something like that like uh, and so I got caught with that, but I already had that internship locked down, and so the school didn't want to spoil the relationship with the restaurant, which is, like, un- the nicest restaurant I've ever cooked at. It was, like, uh, they're shooting for, like, their fourth or fifth diamond because it's, like, a hotel restaurant combo, mm-hmm. so they shoot for the diamond system. So they're, like, going for, like, the highest rank you could possibly get. This place was, like, umpteenth degree. looked like a science, like, lab when I walked in there. So they didn't want to spoil the re- relationship with this really nice restaurant that they've been sending kids to for a long time. So they sent me and said that I would have to do the 15-week suspension uh, whenever I finish the internship. And so I show up there without learning my lesson, uh, like, high as balls to work every day. And everybody is in, like, the, like, super nice, like, pleated whites and everything like that. And on the first day, I burn a tray of bacon one after the other three times in a row, like, within the first, like, 45 minutes of being there at this, like, really high prestigious. They're like, just cook us a th- tray of bacon in the oven. And I put one in there, and I started <laughs> doing other stuff, and I burnt it. And then I and then I did it. <laughs> I did it three times in a row within, like, the first 45 minutes of being there. And there's, like, this, like, woman uh, sous chef there, and she was, like, just immediately looked at me and, like, knew what she had, like, as far as, like, usefulness in me. And it was just really downhill from there. And uh, we took it, <laughs> yeah, uh, so I was just kept, get, I just kept coming in high because I was like, this sucks. And I just kept doing terribly because I was coming in so high and uh, cooking at that level is really hard. So um, uh, I think after like two months, uh, I, you had to take a bus because it's on the very tip of uh, Nantucket. It's actually like a maybe 30 minute drive on this tiny island. Maybe not that long, but um, they pick us up in a bus, like, really early. They put me on the breakfast shift because I could not be trusted with dinner because dinner was, like, every plate was, like, a piece of art. It was crazy. (laughs) Really, really nice. Like, straight up, the salad there took one person, would plate two of the salads at a time, and they would take 25 minutes for them to finish two. Like, that's how long it would take to plate. They were amazing. They had 30. Sounds like me rolling joints. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so yeah, I, c- I couldn't get the same outcome. I couldn't be trusted on uh, I couldn't be trusted on dinner, so they put me on breakfast. So they're picking me up in this uh, bus with. Uh, there's a lot of Jamaican workers there, 
And uh, so they're picking me up with all the Jamaicans that are, like, working in the front and in the hotel and everything like that. And I had, like, just blazed. And I guess, like, somehow today it was just real bad. Like, really, really bad. I smelled really bad. And, like, as soon as I get on the bus, like, all these Jamaican people are like, oh, Lord. Like, opening up the the fuck the, the windows and <laughs> shit. And I'm like, is it really that bad? And, like... <laughs> It's probably stereotypical thinking of me of being like, come on, guys, like, it's fucking just some weed, chill. And, yeah, so I guess they got, we all showed up there. They all had the windows open. It was, like, a cold Nantucket morning. We were all cold. They were just, like, couldn't take the smell, I guess. And, uh, yeah, they went and told, and my sous chef was like, come here. Like, go upstairs, and they, like, basically told me to come home and brought me in. The next day was my day off. It was Friday. Uh, they called me in, and they fired me on my day off. I was like, hell, yeah. Like, like <laughs> you got fired on your I got day off. Yeah, you got yeah. fired on my day off. I got weed. Yeah. I got yeah. fired for my like, face. It's like a Friday so. movie. Yep, yep. So exactly. I was like, that's kind of funny. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, they fired me. I cried like a baby in front of like the sociopath of a head chef that they had. He just like, I, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna fuck me up so much. Like, yeah. Anyways, school ended up call, uh, calling me and being like, hey, since this was your school internship, we're considering that your second. A violation, and uh, we're gonna suspend you for two years uh, on top of the fifteen weeks. So I was like, "You're done." Yeah, done. And uh, yeah, I ended up getting a job at another restaurant on Nantucket because my parents were like, "We have no plans to come and get you, so you better just like figure it out." So I slept on a beach for two days, like while I was just like figuring things out. And I had like buddies who had internships on Nantucket as well, and so I like ended up hitting up my buddy Jake, and he got me a job in, like, a couch to sleep on, who ended up being the restaurant I worked for for two years, did really well there, like, really actually learned to cook there, and uh, that's how I ended up in the closet, was with their their employee housing, was like that, yeah, I stayed in the closet by choice for two summers in a row, it was great. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's a... I've lost some jobs, too. Oh, dude, cried like a baby in front of that guy, so embarrassing. Ben got fired from... Got fired for working for me. No, I just stopped coming. That's the way to do it. I guess <laughs> yeah. you quit the day before you got fired. Then put it that way. What was what was that about? Hope yeah. I'm not unhashing any. I don't even. Know. I don't know what he's talking <laughs> about. Like uh, you and Peter don't want to do any work. Juicy. Well, <laughs> won't be the first. Job I lost. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, Ben's gonna get Ben. Ben Buddy System is gonna be the longest running job Ben's ever had, but also probably the lowest lowest paying. Do you have any like great epic stories of losing a job or like you did? Yeah, so my first job ever, I got fired for embezzling money. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how old are you? Like, if those are your like sixteen, sixteen. <laughs> or were you like stealing tips? Does that count as embezzling? I guess. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I was I was selling. So I worked at a car wash, mm-hmm. and you know how you Some how you pull up to the car wash and you order your uh, like what you want, like your basic wash or your platinum or whatever. And um, I had people that knew that to not pay ten dollars for the armor all out back when you could go around and pay me five dollars out front for the armor all. And um, I was making about like I was making about blatant. I was making like three hundred dollars a day in tips, 
and um, from the embezzlement or just yeah, like from, yeah, well, and or the, the, the seals. Yeah, no, I'm gonna keep calling it embezzlement. Yeah, yeah, no shit. And um, this one particular day, I had so you sometimes you had partners uh, where you just get cars done faster if they were slow or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And this girl was helping me, and she uh, that girl walked away with more tips ever in her life because I split the money with her. Mm-hmm. Big mistake. No. Oh man, she. Uh, I guess she was flashing she was it. Suck, she was like sucking off the managers or something, and she damn. Uh, I guess she was on her way to the top, so she uh, told on me. And uh, yet they pulled me in on my day off, dude. Like, cheers. Yep. That's how they do it. Ridiculous. Getting pulled fired, me in on my fucking day on off. Fired like. on your day off. They <laughs> told me they knew about it and all this stuff. I'm like, man, what the fuck? So. I got fired from there for embezzling money, and then I got a job directly next door at an ice cream place, managing it. Wow, so word you didn't word, word didn't travel fast, I guess. Yes, I got fired from that job too. <laughs> um, Were you like that, scooping so, ice cream scoops out the back for? So I was also so <laughs> that is when I started when I full on started my career as selling weed. Um, Bro, we don't. People don't come through and be like, "Talk about that." Oh, maybe not. <laughs> I think we are on camera. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's fine. people come in, they're like, "Let me get a little extra walnuts," <laughs> and you're like, "I got well, you." Well, so check it out. You, <laughs> they sold the ice cream. I mean, th- so this I, this ice cream place is not cl- is closed now. So it was at the crazy. Ca- <laughs> the place was called the Crazy Cow. All right, and um. They sold the ice cream by weight. Uh, so I had two scales there. That and makes one, sense. Yeah, That's so smart. I had, one, uh, sca- I had one scale for my weed, and it was literally, I had it uh, set by gram. So you just throw a weed on there, and it would tell you how much money it, w- it costs. <laughs> and then I had another scale for the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, oh, my gosh. And, dude, literally, I would go to this job... And I would be so hung over from the night before or, like, I didn't sleep the night before or something like that. Or I would come in and have a ritual of, like, hitting the bong, like, a whole bunch and shit. And I had to, like, set up in the morning, like, put the hot dogs out and get all the ice cream out and, you know, get the get all the stuff ready. And then you didn't open the doors till, like, 11, and I would get all this stuff done at like by nine, and then I would just take a little nap um, before I had to open the doors. And sometimes I would wake up and it would be dark outside. <laughs> you just sleep through the whole, the whole day without even unlocking the doors. It's <laughs> like a little kid at like four o'clock, just like. Knocking at the door. I straight just up like sleep eight hours with my head on the damn. <laughs> Dude, people thought you were probably on drugs. They probably walked up. They were like, "Were you on drugs?" Yes, I was on drugs. I feel like I've seen videos of that on like YouTube Dude. of people like to f- like from the outside. They're like, "Look at this guy." So then, they're like working yeah. at a gas station. Just this like probably was man. So then, like, I had a couple of those days, and I was like, "All right, I gotta get my shit together." <laughs> I had a couple. <laughs> And that's the day um, I got sober. Well, no, I never got sober. (laughs) Um, But, man, 
Like, so, man, this guy, the guy that owned the place, me and him were getting these arguments all the fucking time, dude, because he had all these, like, different, um, like, things he wanted us to do. Like, he, he would have his kids get dropped off there from the, on the school bus, and he'd be like, we need to watch, um, we need you to watch the kids. Uh, until I get there, sometimes he w- we would have us there watching kids for like four hours, and I do not need to be watching kids. Uh, like I was, you might fall like, asleep at any moment. I'm up here selling weed to uh, to people and ice cream. Uh, you know, it's so people would walk up, say I was someone, and I was like, "Hey, would you be like, all right, I got people you on new that to be buying, people new to come to me, but if they didn't." Would you no. pitch it? Absolutely not. No. They didn't know. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I mean, you fell asleep through full work days. True. You, you know. you, I, I don't know where to. I did. Um, he did pay me for those times I was sleeping. Hell yeah. Did he find out? No harm, no foul. No. no, he never checked on me. Uh, well, fuck him. Yeah. Damn. What, what job did you have after that? I never had a job. <laughs> oh, that was the start of his. Never mind. Sorry. That was the start of my career. Yeah, that was the start of your career. Career as a well, I, at, sl- at that time at the Crazy Cow, solicitor. I was in school for welding. I was in night school for welding. Do you still weld? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I mean, I would like to, but so what happened? Do you not work for them again now? Dude, I would love to work for them, but I don't know why they uh, all of a sudden my hours got cut to nothing. <laughs> Damn, that sounds like a similar story that guy was telling us at dinner. Guy that was oh, like yeah. flying through the mountains. Did you guys talk about the homie driving we through did. the mountains on the? Odyssey? Did we talk about it? We didn't talk about Not it on here, here. So you had a homie. Oh, yeah, um, that was when we went hiking. Y'all went. To the mountains? Yeah, we went to the when we went to the mountains yesterday. Yeah, so we were leaving, and we're driving out, and this dude in the minivan's coming towards us. It's a <laughs> single lane dirt road, like leading up to the trail. You know the type. Mm-hmm. And it's like this van's coming towards me, and there's like a fork in the road, and I was like, okay, he can literally just pull into the fork, and I'll drive past, and he can back back in and keep going. But he like started going in reverse. And just kept going until we, he was, I was like, well, we can't even see him anymore. <laughs> so we started driving and he had like stopped and Andy's like, I know that guy. <laughs> and like we pull up side by side like this and we're facing opposite directions. And he literally just holds three beers out the window. But right before that, he grabbed one and cracked one and like put it in his cup holder. So immediately I was like, this dude's definitely wild card interview worthy. <laughs> so the first thing Andy and him want to do is like go shoot guns and I was like I don't need to go shoot guns illegally I was immediately like let's he, fucking go he wanted to do it really <laughs> I, was so like, I mean it's not really illegal <laughs> it, well we immediately we were, drove past the sign that was like do not discharge no, firearms because no <laughs> it was oh, like okay. neighborhoodish type yeah place. so like yeah there's like so many places where I live that you could just walk out in the forest and just crack off guns yeah this guy was really high energy right. though, and yeah, looking so he to was shoot like some walking guns. up to people, 
where like there was literally signs that said no shooting, and you'd be like, "Is there anywhere to shoot around here?" And people would be like, "No, no, nowhere." I mean, y'all were in Boulder. I know, and I was like, like anti cars. I was like, "Fuck that! Let's go just eat some fried chicken." Finally, we're like, "All right, let's go eat some fried chicken." So we start driving down this hill, and I don't know if he was driving because I was in the Type R like this, or if he was like trying to impress someone or whatever. Wait, but hold on, hold on. Did did you preface that he did he shoot guns? No, we shot no guns. Okay, no guns were. What kind of guns did he have to shoot? Dude, he had a a twenty-two pistol. Yeehaw! So I was like, I don't even care. Oh no! I mean, <laughs> I was like, I don't even need. I don't definitely don't need to get arrested for shooting a twenty-two pistol. Nah, that ain't the fun. We ain't taking risks unless yet. it's a forty-five yeah. caliber. So, anyways, we start <laughs> heading down this the hill on Sugarloaf Road in Boulder Canyon, and have, have you prefaced what he was driving? Oh, he's driving a Honda Odyssey minivan. What year? Not mm. old. Maybe a two thousand eight. Maybe, mm, maybe. I think newer than that. Maybe like a generation old. Okay. Um, and dude, he started going down this hill, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> he wanted some fried chicken, bro. He was going down this hill like seventy-five, <laughs> eighty miles an hour in a minivan, <laughs> like literally, like in the middle of the road, like on the shoulder, like. Well, you said he had some bears on him. Yeah, and he was Andy with him. We were flying, and even in the Type R, we were fucking. Flying in the Type R, borderline to the point where I was like, if we go any faster, then it's going to be like sketchy for us. And I was like, but a Type R is meant to drive like this. We were like driving a minivan, dude. We'd get close to him if their car got in front of him, and you could smell his brakes. I was like, we pulled up, and I was like, man, someone's brakes. And I was like, it's got to be his because like we'd smell it if it was ours already. Did Andy ride with him? No, Andy was with us, and Andy was laughing the whole time. Man, this shit. And we got bottom of the hill, right? Taking these turns. We took this whole thing going like 75. We get to the bottom. And this isn't like a 40-mile-an-hour zone. I was like, this (laughs) is a little ridiculous. I'm like, and we get to the bottom, and we stop to get gas. This is another suspect thing. Um, And he comes over. He's like, you see me getting frosty? You were getting frosty. And I was like, this car is designed to do that shit. I was like, I would never do that in that car. He was getting frosty. But he pulls up. So this was something that I thought was really fucking. This is something I thought was really strange. He pulls up to a gas pump, right? And he goes, there's already 25 bucks on here. (laughs) (laughs) Like <laughs> <laughs> no, and I was like, this is fucking weird. And and then but then not only that, proceeds to ask everyone at the gas station, like, hey, does yours do this? And I'm like, this is really fucking weird. It wasn't twenty five dollars, right? It was just like I don't know, but he put twenty five dollars in his gas tank and he left. For sure. So I thought that was a little weird. So, Wait, so he got so, he, did he so get it for free or I have no idea. Oh, oh so he pulled really up and there was I thought okay, so I Apparently I read that there was twenty five dollars prepaid on the pump. I read that he pulled up and it said twenty five dollars was pumped into someone else's tank and he, he was like, Oh, it's thought, free. It's $25 on here. Oh my god. No, that's what he did. He like pulled up and there was like twenty five dollars on the pump available to pump, apparently. Hmm. So Gotcha. That's why I we guess left, you just yeah. got twenty five free dollars of gas. But I was like, "That's not weird. That's lucky." No, I thought it was. I thought it was suspect because of the amount he was talking about being unemployed and needing money. 
that's what I thought was suspect about it. I was like, I don't know about this little situation right here, but that was strange to me. Because being a funny lucky guy. and he coincidences high are one thing, but when several coincidences all happen at the same time, it's usually not a coincidence. Well, you think he stole the gas? Potentially. I don't think he can because they're not set up like that no more unless you go to, like, ghetto gas station. My thought is he was trying to be You think he bought the gas and then was trying to flex that it was free? Something was weird about it, (laughs) for sure. Like, it didn't didn't line up. Because after he pumped the gas, like, he still went inside and stuff and, like, talked to the clerk and went to the the counter. (laughs) So, I don't know. It just seemed weird. But just that's just part of the story. But okay. yeah, and after the story we went Go and fucking deep fried chicken. Went to the post and got decent deep fried chicken. I was told it was gonna be amazing. It's not bad by any means, but it also wasn't like if you've been the have best. you been to the South? Have I been to the have South? Have you been have you been to North Carolina at any any? Yeah, I, I, I graduated my senior year there. Have you ever had Bojangles? Uh, yeah, the Bowberry biscuits are to fucking die for. Yeah, all right. So you've had that fried chicken. Yeah, they're they're. Uh, That's the just mediocre fried fun. chicken. It's fire. Yeah, it's 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 a it's delight. Yeah. The Cajun fillet biscuit. I've been telling mm. Tyler about. I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, We're what a name to too. What about, Bojangles. What about Biscuitville? I don't fuck with Biscuitville. Did you fuck with it at all? Though? I've never eaten at Biscuitville. Okay. I guess I shouldn't. Should we just go to North Carolina after the show? That could be a good trip. We, we should just, like, cut right here and just, just be like, bam, That would there. be pretty cool if we had the I budget. Would. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll go and visit you in North Carolina eventually. But yeah, for sure. Just, um, I just know so many more people to visit. It's ridiculous. We could do the podcast from a boat in the middle of my parents' lake. <laughs> I could do the same thing. <laughs> Would be heavy. All right, we could do the. All right, we go two lakes. We got a pedal boat. We'll, we'll review each lake. I got see a which pedal one's boat. Better. We could do a review from. We got a motor. Okay, what do you so think about one that? One lake's <laughs> already <laughs> way better. <laughs> you look like you you belong there. Uh, so what lake do they live on? Uh, they live on so the they, they yeah oh, they, they have, have a, like a big pond. They have a man-made. Like lake on their property that's in the shape of like a boomerang, but and then the house is in the middle, so you can't see either side. So it looks like you're on like a bigger oh, lake. Okay, I thought it might have been. But it's a man. Lake. No, it's a man-made one, but it's pretty big. Okay, I think it's big enough that it's considered a lake, not a pond. Or at least that. At least that's there. what they tell that they're appraiser. There are a lot of ponds out there. Yeah, no, we're always kicking, having to like shoo people off. Like people are just like, "Oh, we thought we could fish here." We're like, "Bim, Tony told me I could fish here yeah, thirty who years the, ago." Who the hell is Tony? Yeah. <laughs> no, go Tony on. Live right here. Go on now. Yeah, I, uh, I have a terrible habit of making fun of people's accents. Like the moment I hear them or laughs. I know. If like I hear a really interesting laugh, like I have a really like a terrible. Compulsion to just the be first like, couple <laughs> said, uh, like if they laugh or something. I like have that. crazy laughs sometimes for sure. The first yeah. like couple minutes I was here when I met you, I'm like, "Where's that accent at?" I thought you came here from Boston. And you're like, "Where the fuck is your accent from?" Yeah, like, that shit is not from around here. <laughs> you're asking me. Uh, how long have we been going? Oh, this is a uh, two hours. So, would you come and work for us more? 
Next time you would make a lot more money. Yeah. You, he ex- far exceeded what I was w- expecting. It, yeah, maybe. Well, to, it just depends on like where I'm at. Cause I'm like, like I said, I'm transitioning to like a new job working for yeah. someone else as well. But yeah, I'd, I'd be interested. Yeah. Me and Andy might have to lock it back down. I hate prepping. We'll have to go out there and uh, you could go, you could go blow glass in North Carolina with uh, Zach. Be working for Nate Dizzle. Yeah, I don't work with him. No, nah, we'll we'll set you up with a studio. I can come up with a liquid what? tank. And stuff. I am gonna build a studio at my in my parents' barn though. I could come up with a liquid tank and stuff back home. You no can? problem. Yeah. Yeah, my, my actually my my stepdad he's like running a, a construction business and they just rebuilt the air gas there and so yeah when I showed up last time he just had a liquid tank for me and I was like I don't think you understand how liquid tanks work like it's kind of a use it or lose it situation and I'm not gonna be able to blow enough glass here to use a lick like he gave me a three hundred pound liquid doer tank at at the studio he was like told you I can get it and I was like. What? Yeah. Showed up there with like a couple of sticks of rods to make like a couple of little things and like he's like I got your oxygen. <laughs> so, so yeah, I can ditto. 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 It's a competition. Who's better? Yeah. I'm I'm excited to build my own studio out there too, so I can like go blow glass at my parents' house. On the lake. Liz Who is a better glass blower, you think? Who? You or Zach? Oh, I'm probably Zach. That's it. I'm not that good. <laughs> what to have I'm a good at selling stuff? What to have a friendly converti- competition? I guess I'm pretty good at making recyclers. I think y'all should do a marble race. A marble race? His torch would physically be put yeah. him at advantage immediately. Glass is such a diverse <laughs> thing, you know. Like you can. You want us a race to make a clear marble? No, I want hard. y'all to make marbles that race down a track. That oh, have you ever like w- not even close? That's not. Hold on, that's hold on. Not, I'm not. I'm not joking. Have you ever seen that on YouTube? There's like a guy. It's a real thing. There's yes. a guy who like does really big marble races, and he commentates it like it's an Olympic that would like thing, cool. and it's hilarious. And I it gets like it gets race. millions and millions. Well, have of you views. seen? Well, have you seen the glass game? Like the glass games where they have uh, the marble competition is a big part of that. And you, you literally, they have glass blowers sitting there playing fucking marbles and everything with the sets they made. Not me. That's, yeah, no. That sounds like some, like, 19, like, 60s type shit. Mm-mm. Corning, Corning Eight. Museum of Glass. Eight-year-old. Nine. Every champs had a... Gl- uh, They're playing marbles, like, in the, like, thing? I don't even yes. know how that game is played. Made marbles for six years now. You um, take the shooter marbles, the big ones, and you shoot them <coughs> into a circle and knock the other marbles out. That's the point. Well, you got to know the pointing system. I don't, please don't tell me the pointing system on the marbles game. I mean, you just take the marbles he's that you shoot out of the circle. He's going to do it. <laughs> you take the marbles out of the circle <laughs> from the ones you shoot out. Right on. Right on. Yeah, I get it. Y'all should start... Um, no, Ben. Make give, me that. give me that back. I'm going to do that. I mean, unless we, we got more stuff to talk about. Have anybody made comments? Back. like? Cause, so you're dabbing like this like on the show. Has anyone like made comments? Like, Dude, on we the got fucking like 38 people watching. Out of those 38 people, has anyone been know. like, can I please sponsor your dabbing to like make it less Ooh, terrible maybe, for you? Maybe we'll get there sometime. Dude, there's nothing terrible about this. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> jazzed out uh, China fucking. I rest my case. Do you have a real sharp slurper? Is that a real one? It's an American made from uh, Python this Python glass quartz. Sick. It's it's not about the uh, make and model. I I I've used a Chinese slurper that slaps, and uh, um, it's how you treat it. You don't treat it with love and care. He doesn't treat anything with love and care. It's because if you treat it with love and care, your high is gonna hit you like with love and care. I want to be hit with aggression. I feel like it's just because you're like so adapt to like the slap to the face that a red that a red like glow and dab gets you, like you're used to that. So Whereas like if you just like if you got like a nice hot hot dab that still didn't like totally. So when I when we first started dabbing, we've had titanium nails, and oh, um, I, I remember the time we days. were red hot dabs all the time. Mm. Then we had domeless. Wow, man! Remember the Halo Sound like hole? every single person that's ever smoked hash in the past ten years. Mm-hmm. What? You? Did, how old are you? <laughs> twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah, I'm thirty six. So you started dabbing when you were sixteen. Uh, like eighteen it was like my Jesus. first. Yeah, yeah. So like I was just I was right I was right as like uh do, like we were switching to domeless was like my first dab. And in, like, South Carolina, even out of high school, that shit was, like, hard to find. I had a skillet. I first wanted to smoke weed when I lived in Japan and, like, in high school, whatever. Like, my parents were deployed there. And it was was so, like, I was, like, walking into, like, places that looked like they were, like, kind of hippie shops, like, off base in Tokyo. And, like, I was, like, do you guys have any, like... And people were, like, no, do not ask about that around here. They're, like, get away. That shit will get you fucked up. Yeah, they had a lot of spice. They had, like, spice at a place that was, like, right off base, and I never tried it, but some kid had a seizure. But, yeah, that was, like, me hunting. So, <laughs> Did like, you hunt down any weed? In no, I couldn't find any. I had to wait until I moved. we moved back to the States, and I ended up finding it in South like, Carolina. I wonder how hard it is to really hunt down weed in a place where they'll kill you for having it. Uh, they definitely won't kill you. They won't kill you in Japan, but they'll definitely, like, you're you're going to be, like, screwed over. I know I've heard stories of, like, you know, like, I think Coil, like, bringing, like, like a, some hash over to, like, the Team Japan guys as, like, a as like a fav, like, you know, gift, because they're, like, very gift-oriented there, and they were like, we want to bring you this, and they brought them some, like, crazy nice stuff, and as soon as, like, like uh, Yoshi Kondo and, like, all those guys saw it, they were like, oh, like, wh- how did you bring, they're like, Thank you, but please don't ever do that again. They're yeah, like, yeah, that was. Yeah, they're yeah. like, you took a way too high of a risk for this. They're like, that is crazy. So like, even the guys who are like making pipes over in Japan are like, don't fuck with. Even like, making the pipes there is a little sketch. Mm, yeah, a little, a little. But yeah, I would say it's a little, but I w- they definitely have like an underground scene and stuff like that. So. The best glass blowers in the world come from Japan. It's, I mean, they're just like the art of professionalism and the professionalism of art is like a thing that they have. It's just part of their culture. It's like if you're, oh, you're going to be an artist, like that's like an actual career choice. And it's like there's that people have that work ethic already in them. It's not like it's going to be like, oh, I'm going to live this artistic style life when I become an artist. That's like the idea we have. That's definitely what I had whenever I first started. I I feel like I thought it was going to be my fucking job. And so like, but yeah, so like everybody, when they get into art over there, they're like, that's my job. And they do it like that. So that's why you get like so much cool stuff from over there. You get. Yeah. 
I guess I've always wanted it to be my job, so that's how I've always approached it. We need to go to Japan. I don't think we can yet. No. Uh, and I think we definitely have to get of the vaccine passport for international travel is what it's looking like. They're Let's go. I'm a vax daddy. They're going to have to shoot me with a fucking dart gun. <laughs> no, you're going to go get it with me. Hunter is going to film it. No. That'd be fun I'm like on the opposite end of the spectrum of morality. Like I was trying to get it before it was like okay for regular people to be getting it. I was like, give me that shit. Give it to me. Do you want to mutate or something? Like uh, yeah. Also, like my parents were in the military and they have like literally they like whenever I was like I asked them I was like kind of hesitant about it whenever it was first coming out because I had like deathly fear of needles as well. But I was but like I don't know. I was just kind of like wanted to get the. But vaccine. you have tattoos. Yeah, it's a different type of it's a different needle thing. I don't know. It's seeing the, the big thing. it's seeing the big needle like this and I'm like that whole thing's gonna disappear into my arm. I don't know. Maybe it's just like I think it's trauma from when I was a kid that I can't so even remember. So for me, because I, I have a similar thing. People bring up the tattoo thing, obviously. Mm. For me, it's as if a if something can travel through the needle, it's freaking me out. It's a hypodermic needle. Freaks me out. Doesn't matter how big or long it is. The needles on a tattoo machine are not uh, hollow at all. They're just not for traditional, not for traditional mm. tattoo guns. I have some in there, mm. but yeah. Anyways, yeah. my parents showed me their list of vaccines and like injections that they got to like go deploy and do all this shit and all sorts of stuff. And like, my parents are fine, and they got like way crazier, like. Experimental, experimental like, well, not experimental, but just like way more unique and like not near anywhere near the amount of population that needs to get vaccinated for this one or whatever. But uh, so I was just like, I mean, so we need to go when the super is done and send the super there to drive it around. <laughs> That's that would be so expensive and so much work to bring the super back to Japan, especially as modified as it's going to be. They're going to be like. Uh, no, you're not driving that thing here. A buddy of mine, while we, we were there, strings. like, brought, <laughs> brought his, uh, skyline back from this, from... Or we should buy a car while we're there. from Japan to America is different, as long as it's 25 years old. You had to get all well, the, I know you had to get all the windows replaced. Really? Mm-hmm. That was, like, the biggest thing. You had to get all the windows replaced. I've seen like some a, other like YouTube... test or something like that. that was the I've seen some other YouTube channels where people were sending, sending their cars there and drive them and then send them back. I don't know how. They fly them. Well, obviously. You know, you drive it across the ocean? If you go fast enough. <laughs> Just get <Wow>. across. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> all <laughs> the way... For like two days. That was like a high <laughs> IQ solution to a high IQ problem. <laughs> Why? Well, duh. Yeah. On I didn't mean like physically how. <coughs> I meant like, like. You can fly your car somewhere. I understand that. But flying a 1500 horsepower Supra across to another country to like drive on public roads. I don't know. Maybe. We might be able to take it there to and specifically drive it on a track. I think you have to be like Ken Block for that type of shit. You could you'd have to line it up so you you're driving Dabber on Jones. You have to line it up to drive on closed <laughs> you roads. Jones Japan. Connor. 
Right. Well, you tell you them in Japan that your name is Dabber Jones, they're fucking searching us. I mean, if you like, were maybe taking it to like an event or a track Tyler Smith, and you told them like, "Yo, we're taking <laughs> this to this like, track," a fake name. and we're not yeah. driving it on the roads, they might let you in. They're like Tyler Smith, but then we alias. could drive it on the roads. Drove, drove. I think while that I was we there. Can, I think that we won't have any trouble shipping it and driving it. You think everything's? It's like right hand drive easy. too. We're gonna fit right in. You're right. We will. There's that. We're going to take it back to Japan. Take it back to its homeland. Dude, that car will be freaking be from Japan. So it freaking came here, back there, and then back here again. Like so it actually went, was in Japan, then it went to Australia, then back to Japan, and then here. Did you ship it from Japan? I bought it when it was in Japan and had a company do it. Mm. We should definitely it's quite buy an experience. We should definitely cool. buy a car from Japan. When we're there, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. We're bringing at least like forty grand per person. Bought like a <laughs> Sylvia for like thirteen hundred dollars while we were there. Yeah, made it go sideways for like another grand. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking buy. It was easy. Sick. Probably Corvette. Dude, I've been looking at C8. <laughs> buy Corvette in Japan. <laughs> that would actually be really sick. No, um, actually, what they there's say like there probably isn't a Corvette in Japan at all. Well, what like, they, I mean, there's yeah. probably a what they say like. to do is to um, s- if you're thinking about buying a car in Japan, send over, send yourself a restored, uh, like American muscle car, like um, a Mustang or something like that, and they sail over there for what Lamborghinis and stuff do over here. Mm. Oh, wow. They sell for big money. So you could, like, make a trade or anything for, like, things that you can't get for money, you know? There's, like, a bunch of luxury They really cars. like Cadillacs. We should take some American cars over there. Mm-hmm. In, in Dubai, there's, like, a this, like, issue because of how, like, Sharia law is over there. Like, if you... It's illegal to be in debt. Yeah, so if you could default one time, they take your shit. They they are gonna like, but it's an arrestable offense. They don't just take. They don't yeah. come and. So I read they, a big article about that. And shit. so people just like straight up like drive their like Bugatti that they missed a payment on, and then just like dr- like like uh like leave it in the desert, and they they're so rich they'll like have a helicopter come pick them up, and they'll just like leave the keys in the car and everything like that. And there's like a company that like goes through the process of like getting the debts all figured out and like squashed on the on the car for like a deal. For getting the car. And then they'll like sell it to they'll sell it back over here. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, people are getting like people are getting like uh I saw like an R eight going for like a hundred grand. See that's what we should do at that's I'm yeah. trying to get another car after the show. Let's find a like find a hundred thousand dollar R eight. Let's try to find something that's like from like an auction that's like really fucking sick that we can get at a deal. You dude wrap it in Dabber Jones and just should write, we get write a, it off. Should we get a GT three R S? Or a, a GTR? I mean GT three R S would be, be sick retarded. as fuck. That's bro. like that's like three GTRs. Bro, that'd be sick. <laughs> they're uh, right buy, now. Buy right now, they're selling for about two fifteen. I was looking, but I was also looking at the C eight Corvettes. Those things are nasty, dude. They look Corvette, so Corvette. exotic. The more I look at them, the more I'm like, wow, that does look really good. They look good with a little bit of a lower, lowered a little bit. Can I roll up some of that lube? Yeah, yeah. 
It's more, it's, I was actually building options on one last night. Uh, one of the upper models have a different suspension that's lowered a little bit. That's the one you're seeing. Yeah, they, uh, they're pretty sick. I, I mean, Super but cool. I tell you, though, every time I see a C7 Corvette, I'm like, damn, because those look fucking sick, too. They do. Have you ever driven a R8 or an R7? I've not. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. An RX-8 or an RX-7? Uh, the uh, rotary Mazdas or I whatever? I have, yeah. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Drove, rotary drove my are really cool. Drove my buddy's uh, R the 7, which is like the older, the yeah, older yeah. one. It drove That thing literally spit flames out of the back of the mm-hmm. fucking... That thing an RX-7 FD is one of my next cars. It was so on cool. My car list. There's one riding around my neighborhood with an LS in it, and it sounds like a monster. For sale? I don't know if it's for sale, but it's very nice and well done. Like it's uh like gunmetal gray with black wheels. Yeah. Which that Pretty is a popular swap sick. to do because it's a very light <coughs> car. Yeah. And um, putting a Corvette motor in a light car is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds cool. <laughs> Yeah, but the rotaries are so sweet. I hope to get my car back here soon. Um, but oh you know, yeah, you took I know it to my in, mom. Yeah, I took it to Tyler's mom to get worked on. Were we talking about that when the cameras were rolling or before? I don't know if we were. Before there's a joke or not. in there somewhere. There's, there's not. <laughs> not. Yeah, my mom runs an auto collision repair center in uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming. Um, oh, it's your Tyler. Okay, never mind. There my conversation with your <laughs> yeah, my, my conversation <laughs> with your mom was pretty funny. I was like, so uh, my friend Tyler uh, says. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> oh, so you talked to her? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, my friend Tyler says that I can bring my um, my car to his mom's shop, and she was like, that's me. And I was like, <laughs> and um, Dude, and I was like, me. and I was like, um. Hello, Heather. How are you doing? Because uh, I, I remember her name from Where's meeting her. Cool. Huh? Where's the shop at? Cheyenne. It's maybe like from here, maybe like an hour 15, hour 20. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did talk about it on camera. We did. So I remember talking about the whole Preston's truck bre- breaking down and stuff. Yeah. Tell me more about this conversation. It's funny. So uh, um, she says, that's me. Yep, she's like, that's me. And um, <laughs> she was like, he did talk to me. Um, we talked about the, um, I just pretty much wanted to know if I could drop it off this weekend and, um, I wonder how long it'll take. I don't know. I hope that I'm so, dude, we can review my mom's business. We uh, can. That's they better awesome. not. They better not. We're actually on. supposed to have that logo no. at the end of every episode cause she gave us 500 bucks as a sponsor. Maybe we, we could probably throw that in. I should probably throw send that to Hunter. Yeah, so is it Linux? Uh, Linux Auto Body. Auto Body, yeah. It's actually a sick-ass shop, though. It looks like a nice Fucking picture on the, on the sh- They yeah. got, like, I guess, like, almost million-dollar paint booths in there. What's a paint booth? A paint booth? Oh, booth. Put a car in it. Gotcha. They said a paint booth. I was like, no, paint booth. What's a paint boot? Paint boot. Oh, paint boot. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, 
you haven't like coined in that favor for some like crazy auto body shit. I have. You have. I've had a car painted there. They fixed my car in the past. So you have uh, sixty pieces left for your show. Sixty, um, a little more. You said you're making one hundred eighty pieces, and you have about one hundred twenty done. No, I have one hundred ten. One hundred ten. Okay. And so you have like seventy pieces left. Built the I'm shelf too big, more. so I made the shelf bigger than before. So now we're doing more. <laughs> that shelf looks uh, gotta look mighty sketchy with a lot of pieces on it. I don't know. I think it'll be fine. You're gonna. It's pretty fucking sturdy. You're telling people to stay the fuck away from that shelf. It'll be roped off. Vincent said he was telling Matt Robertson and uh, Icky Glass about fucking. The show and how many pieces they are we're having, and they were like, "Wait, are you serious?" They were all like, "They were." Uh, so, are you gonna have a um, next time you have a show? Are you gonna let you gonna collab with anyone? Maybe. Been thinking about it. Definitely, it'll be a more open topic and subject to be able to collab and do things with. So, damn, I'm already looking at his joint, and it looks like a fucking. Yeah, it took like two minutes. I don't know. I also rolled my own cigarettes for a few years. That's like yeah. maybe like five times harder, I think. He's such a wook. <laughs> well, I don't smoke cigarettes at all anymore. Thank God. Fucking yeah, you smoke that Nick Nick juice, though? Yeah, I got my cancer candy. I love it. Nickhead. Yeah. I realize how... You nickhead. <laughs> I know, I love it. Easy that. there. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> you nicotine head. Nicotine Nancy. <coughs> but yeah. What else? Sounds like a got anything else? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. Um We've talked about a lot today. I know. You got a date coming up here soon? Bro, when I'm pretty date? excited. Friday. We're gonna talk about it on the next show. <laughs> See how it goes. You have a date? Where are you playing? A date. I'm gonna Where am I playing? Yeah. You got I a gig? I'm gonna text uh, you during your date. <laughs> But how's your day going? Uh, dude, I'm not even going to tell you. I'm not going to take my phone in. You shouldn't. What if she's your like ass will be on it the whole time. No. I'm good at giving my undivided attention to the people that need it. <laughs> <laughs> Why you laugh like that? <laughs> you fuck. I think we, damn, if we had more time, it would have been fun to do, uh, what, what would I call it? Homie makeover? Go with your homies to the mall. Oh, I could dress you? Yeah, you like pick all that. Pick the outfit. Oh, I'm getting you some overalls. <laughs> Yo, what it would. <laughs> yeah, overalls are super, like, super fresh, though. Yeah, that'd be so funny, though, if I like, walked out in overalls with like a long sleeve t shirt, work boots. <laughs> Like you gotta get a mullet cut now. And and then like, you just bend and, and you show up, up like, like that, me. and she's like, "What the fuck?" You're like, "Yeah, this is actually for my podcast. We made this into content." Does she know about your show? I said I filmed a podcast. I'm not. It's not something I try to like. What dispensary is this? <laughs> the dab. We'll have to go up there and. No. Scope out the <laughs> tell her about my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it did not sound like you just said podcast to me. It sounded like something. 
Just like <coughs> when we had a, that dude on the other day, he said something, <coughs> and I swear to God, something else came out. Yo, of his let mouth. me ask you. So Hunter gave me a list of the podcast, the episodes that are done. Who's Dave? Who did Dave. we interview? That's Dave. Dave, you played disc golf with us. David Ross. That's no. episodes <laughs> out. No, my friend Dave Scott. Remember he oh, played. Oh right. Yeah. And then I got really mad at you the next day in front of him. Yeah. Dope. Fucking. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you got any dates coming up, Ben? I don't have any dates. We gotta find Ben some dates. I got. Uh, yeah. No dates. <laughs> or like how we're doing. I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts. So you guys like, you guys have any dates? And they're usually like, yeah, I'm at the uh, Wilbur Improv, this, 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 and this. And you're just like talking about like actual like relationship. Like, oh like, yeah, uh, like dates. It's like we're at the end of the podcast. So do you like have any dates, Zach? Yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> Zach's in a relationship. Yeah. Going on like five years. Are you, are you wifed up? Uh, no. no. You getting yet. married anytime soon? Are you? Probably not anytime soon. But yeah, we've, we've, we've talked about it. So that means Do you have any kids? <coughs> Sooner than later. No. Okay. Nope. We're definitely feeling the pressure. He has cats. I've heard. Oh, about dude, him. we're like, I'm, I'm a straight up cat daddy. He yeah. likes my cats. Just cat dad. I'm not gonna say cat daddy ever again. <laughs> cat daddy. You can't. Cat daddy. I feel like you can say cat, anything you like, want on this show. I feel like Cat Williams. Like cat daddy. Cat daddy. Is this his pimp name? That was a sh- that was a song and a dance, bro. The cat daddy. Cat daddy. Would you cat mind showing daddy, me the no. dance, please? It's like you stand up and do this a wheelchair thing. Hunter knows. Oh yeah, we're oh getting com- we're getting confirmation from the booth. Yeah, you do like it's like this, and you like, do, but then you do it at different speeds or in different parts of the song. It's kind of like a mini cat, Daddy. Oh okay, all right. That's like a um, baby cat. It's a cat gar- <coughs> cat guardian. Okay, it's like a step in between father and. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> very literal. <laughs> Going for the <laughs> super dry jokes to round it out here. Cat daddy, yeah, cat daddy. <laughs> but yeah, um, um, but yeah, I love my, I love my cats. I've, uh, it's been nice actually that he has some really cool. So cats. you're leaving tomorrow? I am leaving tomorrow on my first red eye flight. Yeah, I'm gonna get high as balls <coughs> before I get. Yeah, I got him some weird flight times yeah. for sure. Yeah, we should. Uh, we want to play disc golf tomorrow. Possibly, depend. He's got talking to some friends, so they might they already. They have were something they were talking about hiking a, uh, um, um, Saint Mary Glacier. Yeah, very common spot. So I was I was kind of and like uh Madden and Ian said he were were both into it. So might might try and swing. Could that. potentially do that. That's a quick hike too. It'd be fun. Maybe. Um, I was gonna talk to my like. Not to talk to just, but I was talking to my friend about possibly <coughs> bringing me <coughs> to the airport. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, whatever, you need, whatever you need. Whatever works out. I'd prefer not to drive you. <laughs> yeah, I figured so if it works out that well. Um, did uh, yeah, Dabber Jones pick you up from the airport on, on time? He did. He was having issues if he was even going to. Oh, no, on time? No, I wasn't. I mean, I was just chilling, though. Our flight landed, like, mad quick. And I, like, Super I, early. I got I got my luggage, like, instantaneously. I a lot of people told me that Denver airport sucks or whatever, but I was literally out of there in 10 minutes. After did you check your luggage? Yeah, I did. Did you check your toilets and stuff? I actually, yep, 
Yep. Uh, no, I actually bring my torch carry on with me. I do. Okay. The, yeah, I do carry on. Do torch. they? They check that out in security. Every like, every single time. They're like, what yeah, in the fuck? They, is they always this? look at me and they're like, "Can this like? It's crazy how easy I get it. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> they're like, can this like blow glass? Does it have gas in it? And I'm like, no. And Those are like, the hoses right there. <laughs> and, I, and they're and they're like, okay, like they don't know. Like they yeah. like you know what I mean? It's not like they went and got somebody that does know. Like right. it, there's, not like, so there's they're like just, a glass blowing uh, expert in yeah, the Yeah, you know, like or like or like a welder or somebody who knows how like gas acetylene torches or whatever, anything mm-hmm. like that works. It's like and they were just like Okay. Have yeah, go for it. Every single time. They're always like they're always like, eh? And then I just tell them, Hey, it's fine. And they're like, Yes, it is fine. It's like I I did yeah. that whole Obi Wan thing or whatever on them. I have a friend that flies everywhere with a Darby Ray gun. Oh yeah, some uh, guy at Boston. Some guy at Boston recently have, like made it on TSA's Instagram. Was like trying to fly with a Ram Mickelson full, like scale to one to one scale replica of a fifty caliber rifle, and they were like, "No, you have to check this, you fucking idiot! They can't have bring a replica gun." And it was like it was like not like a space gun one. It was one that had like wood tech yeah, yeah. and like. Like, I think it was a subliminal collab or something yeah, like that. Probably. Like, it was, like, one that looked like a gun. Like, if I remember Damn, right. was this it the one, one that got stolen? Because there was a Ram I don't know. sublime gun no. that got stolen. It was all over the internet, though. It was, like, definitely very funny. That's dope. But, yeah, he gets his uh, checked every time. They yeah. uh, they have him take it out and look at it because they're, like, this that show totally looks like a gun in yeah. a Pelican case. Yeah. <laughs> My friend Sherb... Uh, like takes every opportunity that the TSA is like, let me open that. He's like, sure. And then it's just like pulling out work, like check this out. Just like doing show and tell like a TSA and stuff. It's like interesting. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Man, are there are, that was the quickest TSA trip we've ever had when we went through. So easy. Last time. Super quick. All right. Well, peeps, this buddy system, Dabber Jones, Peace out. Smokey is out. Follow me on Twinkle Toast Glass on Instagram. Boom. See you later. Thanks.